On tonight's episode of the Gamecasters, we take a look at some awesome new games. We do a Would You Rather for the Instagram inbox, and then we end the show with our top five games that have awesome table presents. Stay tuned. Episode 53 of The Gamecasters, the show that you delete faster than your internet history when your parents say they want to use your computer real quick. Yes, our highbrow humor has done well for us over the past year or so, with our downloads ascending higher than Natalie's blood pressure when I make another fart joke. (laughs) And actually, on that note, I'd like to officially announce the end of the Natalie fart jokes. This is it? I feel they've gotten a little too stagnant. Oh and they really God. cloud the rest oh, of the show God. in kind You're of lying. a silent but deadly kind of way. <laughs> so we're going to Dutch oven the old fart joke. What do you say? Let's let her rip with the next era of the show. We're going to let the old gas pass and squeeze out the next level of classy joke with a new type that's sure to make Natalie feel much better after it's over. When she can't eat anymore and her farty butt is sore, diarrhea. <laughs> diarrhea. <laughs> when she gets so mad at me, even her butt is angry, diarrhea. Diarrhea. Is that better? Do you like that better? No. This needs I to don't be on video. <laughs> is this for real? I'm taking video of yeah, Natalie's so I think reaction. Every to this. episode, we're going to have a user submitted diarrhea no. joke. Well, I, it's not farting, so isn't this fixing everything? Stop talking about I, my butt area and things that happen butt to area That is the best area. That's the Instagram inbox this week, is uh, <laughs> just diarrhea jokes about Natalie. I switched it up. You didn't know. That was yeah. a surprise, Natalie. So we've got a great show lined up for you all today, filled to the brim with fun, dramatic things like passive aggression, aggressive aggression, and if you're lucky, <laughs> murderous aggression somewhere in the middle of all this clickbaitable tension you may even hear us talk a bit about board games but who cares about that that's a problem for 10 minutes from now game casters here in the right now casters i want to hear jeff talk about other things like the boys the boys tell me what's going on man i started watching the boys all right next episode the The boys is a show on amazon is it amazon i never know it's an amazon yeah shows up on my home screen but i have all of them no, yeah, you know what I mean. Okay, it's an Amazon original, and it is good. It's oh very gosh, good. We've so been trying good. to get you to watch it for. I'm so, it's yeah. one of those shows because Jeff watches a ton of TV with Devin. That's like a date thing that they do. I was so shocked because usually you're up on like the mm-hmm. the hotness, and I'm like, man, I can't believe you haven't watched this. Yeah. I'm like chomping at the bit for well, you to I mean, watch you it. You hear about it a lot. I did when it was first around. Oh, you did. You know okay. what I mean? Yeah, it was. It was kind of like everyone was kind of talking yeah. about it. You must have been in the middle of another show. It, it yeah, like I don't. I don't summer. remember what we were doing or what you know when it came out. But this is so the second season just started. We just finished season one, so I think the second season's already out. Yeah, and it's like already you can. I'm, I'm sure it just uploaded all at once, and you can watch. No, them. it didn't. We they didn't uploaded it weekly three at once, and okay. then one after that per week. Well, I don't so have to wait. It, it so I'm just gonna yeah, watch you're, them all. Yeah, you're good. Yeah. But it's <laughs> awesome, and it, you know, it's it's like a superhero show, but it's it's not. It's not like a Marvel superhero. Right. You know, not it's, at all. Typical it's like the anti superhero, and it's yeah. the you know, you're not rooting for the superheroes, which I really like, and. If superheroes are real, this is probably how it would be. It would yeah. be privatized, and it yep. would you'd pay, you know I would. They're in a corporation, so I definitely recommend it. Check out, check it out. It's the Bowie. It is so good. It's so yes. good. There's and a lot very of shock. Gory. Yeah, it's gory. There's a lot of sh- you know shock. I don't know. Value. Value is that a shock thing? Shock value. Yeah. The shocker. Of a lot you're of just shock. surprises you're it, and yeah, not like even yeah, like not even shock pink. value is in like a twist <laughs> in the story, but more <laughs> just like what the hell two in the just happened? Two in, two in the crevasse. <laughs> yeah, it's the yeah, yeah. It's definitely violent. It's gory, um, but it's just 
the story is so good. It's it really you can get is. beyond if you don't like the gore and stuff, just close your eyes for a second. But it's but. also like <laughs> almost like a, over the top gore where it's not like realistic. To yeah, you. sure. You're, you're you're not more like oh I can't watch this I'm gonna be sick. You're like what the yeah hell? like a dude exploded like, oh. yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So not to spoil the show, but. To give you an idea of what we're talking about, there's a person that literally runs through another person and <laughs> causes them to them. just completely disintegrate in front yeah. of you. And then the person standing next to the person that got run and through is like, covered what? in their yeah. remains. Yeah. <laughs> and it, yeah, and that's like kind of how the show starts. And it's like, holy crap. Yeah, so it's really good. I'm glad that you're that you're watching that finally. I also watched something that I don't want to recommend. Uh-oh. Oh, really? They, do you remember the, the movie? It was... I, I don't know if it was the 80s or not, but it was called The Witches. Of course. Yeah. Okay. Oh, did you watch the remake? They remade it. Yeah, with yes. Anne Hathaway. Oh, yeah. With Anne Hathaway. And it was no bueno. Oh, really? It was not good. Was yeah, no I heard it wasn't no, good. No, it was just, I feel like it was too over the top. Like these witches were just, there was a crazy amount of CGI that made things look oh, that's goofy and like fake. Kids? No, because some of it was kind of freaky. Anne Hathaway is freaky looking. Um, yeah, she is. I don't know if it's for. It might be well, for the like, original witches. Is a, I think it's a Roald Dahl story. Yeah. Yes. And so it was meant for like kids. Yeah, kind of like like older all kids. Of his yeah, like because I watched definitely the not when like I was younger, but I was Scarlet. No, not a five, yeah, yeah, yeah. like four year old should not be but watching. All of yes, Roald, but Roald Dahl's stories are like kind of they're like for kids, but yeah, they're kind of dark and like weird. Yeah. And, like, creepy a little bit so i would yeah like this would be maybe a kid for like you know fifth grader no fourth yeah, yeah, fifth sure. grader yeah, something little, like that right an older but child. it was just you know i i wanted to kind of like watch it for like nostalgia oh, reasons and yeah, just like you know too. oh i remember the old witches and then it was just kind of like yeah the old witches uh, is uh i don't is terrifying want, yeah i don't want to watch this one ever again really yeah. oh that's yeah. kind of a bummer how did you watch it we have hbo max oh, okay oh it's on hbo it's on hbo oh okay so yeah we have a or hbo now you can watch it on either one of those yeah right or hbo go <laughs> yeah whatever the, all that's all the hbo all the hbo, HBO. anymore we canceled it i think so yeah think we hit we, we found out we had hbo on like three different services <laughs> we had it through hulu we had it through amazon yeah. we had it through uh well, we went through a Netflix. thing we're like yeah we were like looking into how we can save money and we're like we have hbo twice we're paying for like right we buy so many sex or toys something. So we cut down the HBO. So HBO's got to go. Yeah. yeah. And actually, we didn't really save much money because we increased the sex toy subscription. Sure. Well, yeah. Once so money now, leaves one place, it has to go to the other place. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Diarrhea. Oh, my God. <laughs> Shut so up. what I wanted to real quick say was uh, the Gamecasters now have a Twitch channel and a Discord server. God, we're so uh, cool. Did you know? know. <laughs> yeah. You we're can hit. head over to like twitch.tv <laughs> slash Gamecasters every Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday from 8 p.m. to midnight or so to see me playing Among Us with children. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going to um, I'm going through content of the the gateway. So right now I'm I'm going through Meeple People comedy videos, and we're going through that whole season. So you can go back uh, to my old vods on Twitch to check those if you want to watch, or you can join me Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday. Uh, join in on some Among Us for a little bit, if you know, for as long as we keep that up. We're gonna also play games on Steam. So we're gonna do. Um, we're going to maybe start a Gloomhaven campaign. We're going to play Root. There's a bunch of board games wow. on Steam, a ton of board games. And I think they might be on sale right now. They might That sale might have yeah, ended. It might have ended. It might have yeah, just there's ended. A bunch there's a ton of board And there's, a, there's so many more board games on Steam than I would have ever thought. And so the idea is, I want to play with you guys, you know, like, maybe we'll pick a night where me, Jeff, and Natalie play a game, and then one of you yeah. guys comes and plays with us, and we and I can stream that for a while. Um, but so we, we do stuff like that. I will put the link to the Discord in um, 
in the in my my profile for Instagram, or a better way would be if you want to be a part of the Instagram or the Discord server. It's like always a weird uh, link. Like you can't yeah, just crazy. you know what I mean. You so just, so just message <laughs> me on Instagram, and I will just provide you the link to the Discord server. But that's a great place to come and interact with us. We're always on there. We're chatting. Uh, we always get notifications. Yeah, we we'll chat. We chat with yeah. you. We've gotten to know a lot of you so much better through the Discord, mm-hmm. and we just want to continue to do that. So. Come hang out with us Tuesdays, Thursdays, Sundays on on Twitch, play some games, hang out, and then join the Discord server. It's been a lot yeah, of fun. It has it's been cool. really fun. I made the chi- I made a chit chat voice. Okay, good. So you. here's here's why I asked you for that because I can't because I'm not important enough in that group to do mm-hmm. that. But <laughs> I don't know. So, I could probably make. I don't know how to apply rights. I'm sure that's all yeah, I need to do. But, I probably just need to apply yeah. you guys rights to. So I got a message from <laughs> Sam and Michaela, the McMeeples. Yep. On Friday at like you know lunchtime, Sam was like, you know, are you available? Do you want to play a game on on Steam or on Tabletopia or Tabletop Simulator? And I was like, sure. Yeah. So I'm at work. I don't have kids on Friday. Stuff was done, and I was like, well, yeah, let's let's do it. So we went on to Discord, and we were able to talk. We just went in the Among Us channel and just yeah, and, and just talk. talk. Yeah. Right. But my work like. There's some firewall that blocks me from getting on Tabletop Simulator, Tabletopia, oh, and Steam. So, oh, no. so I can't play Among Us at work. I can't do anything. So I don't know if they're trying oh, to that's get me to actually work, which is really <laughs> yeah, annoying. That's crap. So work at work. So that was a failure. But we did end up like we talked for probably half an hour about yeah. new games and everything and well, their work cool and all that like, kind of cool been, stuff. It was we're nice. We're not just like chatting like through text with people you know people that we got to know through the podcast yeah, we're like, like actually call. talking yeah. and we can hear their voices people that we've been talking to for like a couple years you know like sam is french toast like we're like talking to her janelle emotional it's cyborg. been so it's great fun. getting to know getting to know sam is french toast getting to know janelle and her husband jason and basically her entire family who plays with us yep, all the time we play with, <laughs> we play with all yeah all our kids lewis and, and his son yeah, lewis lucas they play sam and michaela play you know andrew cheyenne we a ton of people come on that listen through the show, and we've gotten to know them, and it's mm-hmm. it's been Chris, super cool. Board gamer. Yeah, Chris is on there all th- the time. That can be you. Me. You can come join us. Yeah. We can say your name on the podcast. <laughs> we just don't know <laughs> Do it yet. So come join out. us. Yeah. And it's really fun. We've all become like a group of friends and got yeah, to know cool. each other. Right. Yeah, exactly. Natalie is super prejudiced, but other than her, me and Jeff are very friendly, <laughs> um, and we will talk to you all the time. She farted. Work on that, sweetheart. Yeah. What are you talking yeah, about? You're not farting, Natalie. Yeah. My voice wait, on wait, mute. You're not pooping. <laughs> oh, you're yeah, not don't make fart, fart jokes, jokes anymore. anymore. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Natalie, do you have anything you want to talk about in the uh, in the band the old yeah, banter section? Um, Ryan and I watched. Borat, the new Borat oh movie that just came god. out. Oh my I, god! I really, I, I want to watch that for it's some reason. Every bit. Oh my god! Well, it's hilarious. It's hilarious. It's every I mean, bit if of you craziness. like the original Borat and you like that style, you'll like this. <laughs> it was funny too because when we first started watching it, Ryan was kind of like, I don't know, it's not really like it doesn't seem like as funny to me. And then as it went on. There was a few times where like we literally both had our hands covering our mouths for <laughs> yeah, literally. Like four minutes straight, and we were just like, <gasps> "Well, because if you're not familiar with Borat, most basically what he does is so he pretends cringy. to be a foreigner from Kazakhstan, and he comes over to Southern America, where there's uh, a lot of people who it's very topical too. Yeah, it's like um, I don't want to say I don't even know how to I don't even know what I want to say, but basically he comes over and he messes with people, and it's it's usually real, and so yes. you know as the viewer that that he's a actor, right, but the people he's messing with it. usually don't know that. Mm-hmm. And so when you know he's about to do something like insane, there's one scene with 
blood in a certain area of a woman oh, that okay. happens. That's the part where we were just <laughs> like, and we were just uh, like, oh, oh. yeah, it's always cringy. Oh. There was another yes, part. I mean, we won't humor. say, but there was another part where Ryan, I couldn't even see the movie because he literally just like grabbed me, like my like grabbed me and <laughs> like, bear hugged me, like my head was like in his chest because he was just like. So like he felt so cringy that he was just like, oh my god, I can't even like, like handle oh, what's, what's happening uh, right now. Because it's like a room full of people who yeah. are like we're at the debutante ball and they're all like you know prim and proper. Well, and that's not like, even that part. This was like the women's Republican. Oh, like, oh yeah, that was bad. <laughs> and then the last thing I'll say, I'm not gonna not to spoil the movie. There is a scene that I'm sure most people know about with a certain political figure, and. After the movie was over, it's it's real. The scene, it yeah, we happened. were googling it. I was like, it, this is some really like, crazy like, good is editing. Is he in here. on this? Mm-hmm. And or is he in real. on it? No, he wasn't in on it. And so and now there's all this stuff where he's trying to clear his name, and he's like, because it makes he, him look very yeah. bad. Sure, like it and it, to the point where I was like, this is like a scan. This has got to be some sort of political scandal. If this is <laughs> yeah. real, and it was real, and he, he he's out there like, no, oh, this is they're just making me look bad. And then Sasha Baron Cohen's like, uh, you can see the video for yourself, <laughs> and it's it's crazy. Yeah. So but, yeah, oh check my that gosh. out. Yeah, it was, I'm gonna watch it was it. worth it. Dude, it was it's... worth it. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was really good. Even if you're like watching it and it starts off kind of like, okay, it, trust me, it gets it crazy <laughs> at the end. It's good. And it's yeah, it's good. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, let's take a quick break to listen to your second favorite board game snob lovingly insult one of our members of the Gateway Network. <laughs> Do you like board games? Then you will mildly enjoy listening to Superboard Sunday, a member of the Gateway Network. Superboard Sunday is four guys talking about board games. There's Christian, Brian, Frankie, and another guy talk about the board games that they have played over the weekend. As its name implies, it's super, but it's not boring. It's Superboard Sunday. That's B O A R D. Because it's not, they're not boring. Well, they're a little, what, F- Frankie, they're, well, Frankie's voice is very soothing and, and monotone. And it can be slightly boring. It can lull you to sleep. He sounds like a, it, it sounds like he just woke up from a four-hour afternoon nap. And he's trying to find his car. So it's. It's a little boring. They're just a little... You will you will be a little bored listening to their podcast. But you won't be super bored on Sunday. Yeah. Listen uh, wherever you listen to your podcasts at. So we've also been playing some board games. Jeff, you've been playing some board games. Games, games, games. Games, games. I've been playing games, and let me tell you something that Devin said. Oh. And for oh, those cool. of you oh, oh, first yeah. time listening, Devin is my wife. <laughs> <laughs> and Also a guy that works at R.I.W. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, we've been playing some lighter games the last few months. Mm-hmm. And some of these lighter games are games that I review and we'll get, you know, even even to the extent Nova Luna is not a light game, but it's a shorter game. It's br- and, and, yeah, it's and some So some games in that kind of weight class. And Devin said to me, because I, I asked her this week, I'm like, how many games do you want to play this week? You know, do you want to do play games once or twice this week? That's kind of the thing. And she was like, well, listen, if I'm going to play a game during the week, we're going to play a game. A game. Like we're going to play 
a game. Like I want to play a heavy game. Yeah, like what underwater she said. In, in her, and terraforming Mars yeah. combined and like figure it out. In her language, she said, "I want to play like a heavy real game." Wow. If we're gonna do it once, and I'm like, okay, I am. Yeah. Into that. She wants yeah. to play those games. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Like, are you at that moment where inside you're like, oh my God, oh my yeah. God. And outside you're like, sure, like, sweetie. Okay, okay. Whatever you want to do. Like, yes. Hell yeah. Inside you're like, ah. So we played a game a couple what? weeks. So I think it's been two weeks since we've played it, but we played Tris Magistus. Holy crap. Okay. That's not just throwing her into the deep end of the pool. That's drowning her. That's, That's holding your hand on yeah. her head while she tries to come up for air. Whoa. So Trismegistus is a heavy <laughs> game. Stop it. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> it's just going like to be in like the, the background randomly. You like I that know. name? I like the name Trismegistus. Speaking of that, I like rolls off up Trismegistus. When you said you were playing Trismegistus, I was like, does mm-hmm. that actually mean like what it means? I looked it up and it means fecal matter coming from your wife. Stop <laughs> it. Shut up. Your mouth. <laughs> the flex Weird. Of it's right there. That are wow. Like the- what are the what are the odds? I'm editing this episode. <laughs> this episode is three minutes long. It's gonna be well. Hello there, gamers. That's all. See you later. <laughs> or I'll beep it out. I'll beep out everything, right? Yeah. Just, just like long. Nothing. Wouldn't that be really. Funny? That would be really funny if we released an episode like that. People would be really disappointed. <laughs> Or, or it'd like, be our highest downloaded episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then we would know, okay, you guys take take on the show without me. <laughs> so Natalie saying that she likes the name Trismegistus, I think I like the name now that I know how to say it. Yeah. <laughs> because it's once you, if you just look at it and you're yeah, like, it looks scary. Oh, yeah, oh, it, takes, boy. it looks scary. It's like, like try, yeah, try, like, do you try, try, sm- <laughs> yep. so Trismegistus is, I think how you say this game, and that's what everyone. Yeah, that's so. what I'm gonna call it. So people are saying um, it's a Danielle Tashini game. Hell yeah, it is, baby. Who has made some amazing games. <laughs> he's rocking it. He's up got my favorite this. List. Yes, this T series <laughs> of just killing talking. it. <laughs> <laughs> just you want me just to continue to talk over it? Yes. And then it'll just be in the background of of our discussions. <laughs> so Tris Magistus comes in at a 4.0, Natalie, on the BGG weight scale. Wow, that's heavy. Did you hear Ryan eat that apple? Yes. I got to do something. Not to I'm not allowed to talk. What am I show? supposed to do? You could just eat the apple away from the like mic. Like it's still happening. He's like right next to the mic. <laughs> See, I he know. only eats honey crisp. So there's very. I have to. And you know, I, I wanted to let you know that Ryan would talk bad about some. There's this one podcast particularly that Ryan would always talk bad about because someone Talks on that podcast everybody? would be like, um. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh. So they would make that. Meanwhile, Ryan is chomping an apple yeah. directly Actually, into his microphone. You know, <laughs> this is only because I. Apples. It's only because I have a desire to be the center. I of don't remember <laughs> the name of it, but there is like a phobia of, or like some sort of like thing that people like don't like the sound of other people eating food. Well, it, they're like, not going to listen. There's also another thing the other But way, it's like real. ASMR, right? This is going to be. People love that. That's all. I used to watch videos of people, eating, people eating, eating honeycomb. People do like, like watching people eat. Mm-hmm. That is a weird thing. That's a fetish. That's weird. I thought he was going to say another diarrhea joke. <laughs> I thought that was just coming. Here, well, you love Ryan, eat, Ryan here, read my food. notes on Tristan just this I'm sorry. I'll go. I will, I will back the hell up. No, you are good. All right. Well, so as Ryan eats an apple and Natalie eats pumpkin seeds. I will describe to you. Poor Jeff. Let me just look at the wall and talk about Trismegistus. So, my head down. I'm not even gonna look at the two of you. I'm so sorry. Let me read directly from my notes. Trismegistus is designed by Danielle Tashini and published by Board and Dice Games. Board and Dice Games have really been killing it lately, don't you think, Ryan and Natalie? Yes. Yes. I'm not allowed to speak. Wow, that's great. Wonderful. 
Trismegistus comes in at a 4.0. Wait, did you write yes for us? <laughs> no, I added that. I, I'm ad-libbing now. <laughs> well, we thought we were going to be a short episode this week. That's not happening. <laughs> All right, all seriousness, guys, we're back. We're back to games. Here we go. It comes in at a 4.0 on the BGG weight scale. So if that, to put that into perspective, Underwater Cities is a game that is also very crunchy. That's a three and a half. So this is a big, really? this is a big step up, especially for Devin, who hasn't played very many really heavy games. This is the first yeah. four point any game she's played. Um, and wow. I felt, I did feel that weight while reading the rules. Um, the rules are are fairly simple in terms of what you can do, but each individual thing has a lot of teeny tiny things that also go along with it. That sounds like Detail Lacerda. Yeah. With the weight, it's got to be within that mm-hmm. that category. So there's a lot of little things. And I also felt heavy while playing it, and I, as I was teaching Devin, it was, it was one of those things where I was like, okay, and there's this one more thing. Like, here's the action. This is what you do. But if you do this, there's this little thing. If you do this, there's this little thing. And I felt like I could see it in her face. I'm like, just we can do this. <laughs> like, just get through the, the little bits. So when you got through it, does it all like come together and kind of make sense intuitively? It it does. Kind of like on Mars, where like it's a ton of rules, but at the end of the day, you're like, it does. It all and makes even sense. and even and I'll, and I'll I'll talk a little bit more about that. Even Devin halfway through was kind of like, okay, I'm, I'm now I'm starting to to understand what I'm doing and how kind of stuff plays. So it's played over three rounds and it's a dice drafting game, which I love. And in each round you draft three dice. So three rounds, three dice, that's nine Nine dice. Nine actions, the whole game? No. Okay, I'm like, that's even tighter than magnificent. You get nine dice. So each dice uh, are one of three colors and it's one of five symbols with one being a wild. Okay, so you start the game by rolling these these dice and you separate them by the symbol on the die. Okay, so and I would love to tell you what the symbols are, but I have no friggin' clue. <laughs> there, if you see the box, you know that there's a bunch of iconography that's all strange. But those those symbols are essentially materials. And anyway, so you separate those out, and when you draft the die, it gives you. I'm, I'm not going to go too crazy into this, but it gives you a certain amount of potency. Okay. okay. The potency depends on how many dice have that same symbol. If we were okay? still doing fart jokes, this would be perfect. Yeah. <laughs> right, though? Do you want to do one anyway? Or are we out of the era? I, we're out of the air. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, continue. Let's talk about potency, Natalie. <laughs> so, when I draft a die with... This is the asparagus potency. With the, a certain symbol on this. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Natalie's just so nice and I know. sweet. I'm sorry, sweetheart. Um, I love you. Oh. <laughs> We're back now. <laughs> so when I draft a die that has a certain symbol on it, if there's five other, uh, or if there's, let's just say four, because so there's four other uh, dice that have that exact same symbol, I now have a die with a potency of four. Yep. Okay? So that will essentially give me four actions with that die. Does that make some sense? Yes. So now different actions co- cost you a different amount of things. So now I then use all the potency of that dice, and I put it aside, and that's now my first dice that I've drafted, and it's done. And now when I've run out of potency on one dice, now I draft another dice. And I use the potency of that dice. Hopefully that makes a little bit of sense. On, Yeah. Okay. It, it's, it's, it's just the parallels between the Magnificent are kind of strange. Which Ooh, I you'll can't under, wait you'll to talk hear. about that, yeah. too. So the things you can do on your turn, and I'm, I'm oversimplifying because 
if you want to listen to in-depth stuff about this game, there's so many out there. I just want to give an overview so you can like collect materials, you can collect essences, uh, you can purchase artifact tiles and add them to your awesome player board. <laughs> you can transmute those materials into different materials along different paths that then activate those artifact tiles. You can collect uh, experiments, you can complete experiments, you can complete your secret publication, wow. which of course helps you unlock your Philosopher's Stone. Of course. Ooh, which then allows you on different, when you complete experiments, to move up on different mastery tracks. Moving up on different mastery tracks can cause different actions and more points at the end of the game. Whew. Wow. That's not great. It's about it's, alchemy? And you're, yeah. Wow. And you're doing oh, all of this to earn, of course, points. So At there's the, like a bunch of different ways to get points and a bunch of different actions you can take? There's, so there's a, a few ways to get handle. points and a bunch what? of ways to get check. those actions, if that makes sense. There's a, there's a handful of ways to get points, but there's a whole bunch of ways to then do those actions that get you points, okay. if that makes sense. Okay. So sounds, sounds mo good. the vast majority of the points come at the end of the game. I want to say that our okay. score at the end of the game was like five to two. Oh, and then you did and final scoring. And then I scored 100 and something. Wow. So it was like there was, wow. there's a lot of end game calculations. Yeah. And so, I, again, I'm not going to, I don't want to go into every sing thing about it, but so I'm going to tell you my thoughts. I loved my first play. Really? It gave me, it gave me a feeling similar to that the first time I played Underwater Cities. Whoa. The first time that I played Terraforming Mars. Whoa. It gave me that feeling of like, this was awesome. Those are some cool I, things to compare it to. As soon as I was done, I was like already thinking about like, what can I do next time? Like, how can I play this game differently next time to score more points? And then I went on, and this is always a, an indicator for me whether or not I like a game, is I'll go on BGG and I'll look at some of the forums and I'll look at some... Yeah. I'll always look at, like, questions that people ask yeah. about the game or rules clarifications. Yep. And sure sometimes I, like, quiz myself, you know, I'm like, oh, I know that answer. I did it all the time, <laughs> dude. I did it yeah. all the time. And me doing... And, and there are plenty of games that I'll play and I'm like, okay, cool. And I play yep. it and then I don't... I, I'll yep. log it on BoardGameGeek and I don't go on and You're check done. things out. Yeah. And I was looking at, like... You know, people saying like, oh, my high score is like 200 and something. I'm like, holy shit, yeah, how would you score you 200 that? points? And I'm thinking of all this stuff and I'm double checking everything was right. And it just got me like juiced up to want, Ooh. I would play it again. And I asked Devin, I'm like, would you play this again? And she was like, I would play it again. She's like, not tomorrow. But she's like, I would definitely want to play it again because I think toward the end of the game, she right. got it. Yeah. Um, so she liked it, it but was, it's not, but it was so like heavy. You. She probably doesn't, it's not like a. Yeah. She, she's not just going to be like, let's play it tomorrow and the right. next day back to back. But see, that's, I would. that's normal with a game yeah. that yeah, week. Yeah. You kind of like need a break. You know, Natalie and I play like a, a, a Lacerda game, which are in the fours. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And even after that, we're like, okay, let's put that away for a few months. Right. Yeah. yeah. So that's, that's a normal but reaction. It doesn't mean yeah. we don't love it. Right. So I, it was heavy in terms of like learning the rules. Um, but I think also it was more heavy in terms of figuring out the pieces that are going to go together to get you the most points, to get you where you need to go. How do I possibly score 200 points? Yeah. I liked, you know, I was like, 100, that seems good. I lapped the board. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like when people do it twice, you know, how did they do it? Now let me figure out this with next two, step of the puzzle. A lot puzzle. of times points can, you know, vary wildly with player count. Yeah. I wonder if that's a thing. Right, yeah, it could be more. Yeah. I know there, there's a... a small portion of the game I didn't play that are like extra goal cards and I was like I'm not gonna throw that in <laughs> uh, there and that also gets you a lot of points so I sure. read that oh, okay. yeah. um, but just like the challenge of like figuring out what materials to get how to move them what essence to spend to move them around trying to activate the right artifact to string together like really awesome turns was really fun for me it was 
there, there were so many moments, and Ryan says this a lot, and I think there will be moments when, when you guys play this, that the turn is just so satisfying. Yeah. You will take yeah. a turn, and you're like, all right, I'm going to get a material. Boom. That, and that, that's the end of your turn. You know, but then there are going to be turns where you're going to like move a material from here to here and it activates that, which then lets you complete this yeah, experiment and like, do that. Oh. And now that you complete this experiment, you get two extra materials, which, oh, that might allow you to finish another one. It was yeah. just like, there's some turns that are just so That's satisfying sweet. and awesome. And not only do you have to do amazing things on your turn, you can react on other people's turn. So if Natalie is taking a turn and she takes a turn, I can then react to the dice that she used on her turn and take a smaller wow. action on her turn. A couple times, you get like a certain amount of them to do every round. Wow. So if, if I have a black die with this symbol on it, but Natalie has a red die and I want to use the color of that die, I can then react to her action to then take an action on my own board. Okay. So that's a lot of reacting and action. That's yeah. a lot of reacting. Kind of so not only am I thinking about, all right, what am I doing on my turn? I need to now pay attention to the to the dies on other people's boards, to all the, all, everything else kind of going on. Um, and I just really liked that. It was challenging and it felt like, boy, there's a lot going on. And I knew I, I, I knew I missed things and I knew I should have done things differently, but I was okay with that. It was like a brain burn that I really enjoyed. I have so many questions to ask you. Okay. You do. Should we yeah. start? What else do I have written? Yeah, now? if you have more. Okay, the player boards are amazing. The art is cool and really unique. Um, the, my, my complaint. So if I had a complaint, the iconography is tough, um, especially for someone who is not into heavy games. It's not intuitive right away once you play it i think that kind of goes out the window because you just understand what you need to do but initially looking at it i just had to tell Devin like this is this symbol it's not mercury it's not you know it's not gold it's just this symbol so don't worry about what these essences are because there's all these different things i'm like don't worry just this is what the symbol is just know that this symbol does this yes don't worry about oh i'm gonna turn mercury into this don't worry about that you're gonna turn this symbol into this symbol so i tried like that's the way that i taught it also, it comes with a player aid that is almost useless. <laughs> it's oh, like, no. and this is a great game that would need a, a, a good player aid, and it just doesn't have one. There's an amazing one on Board Game Geek that I printed for next time I play it uh, that really is is what the player aid should be. And people are so awesome and creative on Board Game Geek. They make these like amazing, colorful like diagrams, and I'm like, this is all. And I showed it to Devin, and she's like, yeah, that would have helped, I think, visualize what to do. Um, and... So I, I, I would have liked a better player aid, but really it, that's like the end of my complaining about it. Wow. I really, I really, really liked it. That's cool. I'm yeah. hoping you guys love it. I'm hoping right. that, or we're if you didn't, then next. we can have a conversation about why you. We are, uh, we're playing Twanton soon. Well, oh. we can, we can go, we, whatever. If you we play both of them. Yeah. Yeah. Let's hear some questions. You got okay, questions. I have some yeah, questions. Yeah, I have some really, I have some questions for you. Number one, what's the AP like? Okay. It can be, I'm sure it can be over the top. But it was our first play, so we just kind of did our we did things like our gut says, let's do this, you know. So yeah. well, you plus have you're to following. You're yeah. in, are you engaged? Like, like, am I sitting here waiting for my turn from you for while you're doing this to go to that to go to that to go to that for ten minutes? No, okay. um, I don't think there might be one turn that takes me five minutes to do because all right, I grab. I grab this die and now I want to, I want to do this action, but let me make sure that I'm doing it properly, you know, and that I'm sure that goes down with more plays because I know the pattern and I know, you know, what to do. Cause there's always moments in games you play it the first time. You're like, Oh, I'm going to do this before I do that really quick. And then, you know, move that around. But I'm also on my, when I'm not taking my turn, I need to think about, do I want to react? So I'm thinking about that. And I'm thinking, all right, what's my next move? Because the game is heavy. It's not like, oh, I have six turns planned. Let me just sit back and yeah. wait for yeah. you to 
do nothing. Yep. Um, so while you're waiting, it didn't feel overly long because I was thinking about what mm-hmm. to do, which yeah. I liked. Okay. Right. And it sounds like you said you sometimes on their turn can do something for yourself. Yeah. So you're, yeah, it might take that person three minutes to four minutes to take a turn, but if I take a minute to do mine and react, you know, that's okay. easy. How long did it take you to play? It took, uh, At- with, with explanation, it took Devin and I two hours. Oh, what? That's it? Yeah. How long was the rules explanation? Probably 30, 30 minutes. Probably half an hour. We played it ninety. Not bad at all. It says ninety to yeah. It says ninety to two hours, and so it's pretty good. With four players, obviously, it's going to take longer because nothing scales down. So it's not like you get more turns in two players, or you get less turns in four players. Probably took you like ninety minutes ish. Yeah, I would say play it. Yeah, ninety minutes for us to play it. Holy Um, cow, that's uh, a big mark in its favor for me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I think the two of you will explain it, and you will get it done in two hours. All right, that's pretty freaking sweet. Okay, now. I need to ask you a hard question. Uh-oh. You have played Zulk in the Mayan Calendar, which is a Danielle Tashini game. You have played yep. Teotihuacan, which is a Danielle Tashini game. You have played Tekhenu, which is a Danielle Tashini game. You have played... Have you played Marco Polo? No. Okay. You have now played Trismegistus, which is a Danielle Tashini game. I need you to tell me, where does this fit? <laughs> I don't know, man. Because, I mean, is there one of there, is there a game in there that you don't I know. like? So I'm like looking. Ryan has a cube of those four games yep. <laughs> in his, on his shelf. So I'm looking at them and... There is not a game that I don't like. Um, I would say in terms of rule set, Trismegistus, I think, has the biggest rule set. Uh-huh. I also think it can... The the benefit of it is that you can have amazing turns. And it's a puzzle that I wanted to figure out. Okay. Um, but, like, you look at the four of those I games know. there. Which one do you want to play now? You well, know what I mean? I, I think right now I want to play Trismegistus really? again. Yeah. But, but after there... I played Tekenu, I wanted to play Tekenu again yeah. right yeah. then. Yeah. And after we played Teotihuacan, honestly, my first play of Teotihuacan, I felt like many people probably feeling Trismegistus where I was like, yeah. what am I doing? Halfway through, I was like, what am I doing and yeah. why? And Ryan was kicking <laughs> yeah. my ass and I was like, what is happening? I played it twice before. Yeah. And I was like, okay, well, that, that was difficult. But when I thought about Teotihuacan more, I was like, that I was want, really good. I really liked it. it. And now I want, yeah, I own it. I want to finish yeah, it. It came in like a box good. where it just exploded everywhere. I have not. But Devin's saying she wants to play games. That can yeah, be, that's I'm and that's lighter know, than Trismegistus. I'm interested yeah. to know, do you have Zulkin? I don't have Zulkin. Okay. Bill's Bill bad. always had it, so I just yeah, never, yeah, no, understood, never grabbed understood. it. Because I'm always, I, I'm interested to know, I kind of want you to do a design-a-thon of Danielle Tashini with those yeah. four games and just kind of tell me, because, dude, I look at those and I'm like, Teotihuacan and Tekenu are great they're amazing the The four of those the four of those are in my top like 50 games for sure yeah right and so yeah that's amazing so trisma just slots right in there okay so my last question to you then is why do you think it's gotten such mixed reviews in compared to the other ones do you think it's because it's a lot heavier i think Uh yes i think it's heavier and i i think there's a a lot where when you do something in tekenu or teotihuacan it's all right i'm gonna take a dice or whatever, or move my my die to this section of the board, and this is what I'm going to do. That is easier than I'm going to take the, this die and get the certain amount of actions for this this die, and now I have to figure out what the best thing to do because now I can do six things with this die. What is going to be the best thing to do instead of all right? I'm taking a die from this area. Now I have to do that. Okay. And I think there's there's more choices in and and you think about the symbol on the die, how much potency you have. You think about um, the color of the die because that depends on where you can move things on the board. So I think some people might find it fiddly in terms of oh well, 
you know, I do have to pay attention to all these little things and be able to move all this stuff around. But I just, for some reason, it clicked with me. And for some reason, I just was like, you liked that. it was, I liked the burn. I liked the, the moving pieces and figuring it all out. Is there a time component like, like with Zulkin and Tekenu? Uh, no. Okay. There's not like, yeah, there, no, it's not like that. And Teotihuacan, um, actually. They, all three of those have a time component. Yeah, there's not, yeah, especially with Zulkin is a, is a timing game. It's all timing. Yeah. Um, but there is some, some things in Trismegistus of, you know, I need this, this, this material, which is this icon on the die, but there's only two in that pool. So now I'm only getting a die with two potency. Mm. That sucks. Now I only take, I can only do two actions out of this. Mm. What can I, can I do something different? So maybe the timing of when you take a die, but not as important as like Zulkin or yeah, Teotihuacan. It's not, like, it's not into like the, yeah. into the mechanics. Yeah. So wow, yeah, I, man. I don't I'm know why it gets crushed game. as much as, but it, it's still like a seven, seven or yeah, seven, it's eight. Not still bad. Like, but it's, it's just, not. It's it, not as universally liked as the other ones. Yeah, and maybe maybe the weight pushes it outside of yeah. some people's. Well, I like what you comfort said. Zone. I mean, Zulkin for all of its um, complexity in your brain is. The, the simplest of all rule sets, yeah. maybe, of all time. You just yeah. put a workaround or you take it off, and then you're getting the resource when you take it off. Same with Teotihuacan. It's just a rondelle that you're taking an action with. And Tekenu, it might even be, you know, you're just taking a die from a thing and performing the action that in the thing it's yeah. on. So I could see those games are just simpler, mm-hmm. maybe easier to get into. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why. So, wow, I'm excited. But, yeah, I'm hoping you guys play it. Yeah, it's, that's Board and Dice. Are oh, we're going to play publisher, it. And they're, they've yes. been... Killing it, killing it. They are especially with Danielle Tashini. They are a company that I think is people are going to start taking some notice of really soon because Danielle Tashini are just they're killing it. And David Tursi, David Tursi, we got Tawantinsunu yeah, um, coming up. Yeah, maybe that's All a preview right. for next episode. Oh, next episode. <laughs> All right. Wow. So yeah, that is Tris Magistus. If you like heavy games, I say go look at it or call me and we'll play it. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if you can play it on like TTS. Yeah, or I wonder. Not at work. Like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not you. That's right. for sure. All right. What do you so, guys got? You guys got to get really pumped Magnificent, to hear about. designed by the same peeps who designed Santa Maria, peeps. came out a couple years ago, uh, but wasn't readily available until more recently and play, wasn't owned by me until even recenter. Yeah, Santa Maria is good. I want to yeah, play Ryan that. I just got it for his birthday. Do you have the expansion? Wait, are you talking about, we're talking about oh, Santa, Santa Maria? Santa Maria? Sa- I, I oh, owned yeah, it for a while. It. I liked it and I ended up getting rid of it. Uh, we played it again, and it was just I honestly can't okay. remember a thing about it, so except that we played it. It's got yeah. this cool grid where <laughs> so you're placing you? dice on the grid, and then those dice, where you place it, uh, activates actions and stuff. It's okay. cool. Very cool. Very cool game. Anyhow, in this game, you are the owner of a circus, competing with other players to attract the biggest audience to their shows, which is gobbledygook for drafting dice to take actions. It's a dice, dra- it's a dice drafting game at its heart. <clears throat> Check. Um, yep, the yep. dice are these cool translucent dice, like bigger versions of the Sagrada Ooh. dice. Yeah. Yep, check. Uh, the game only lasts three rounds, which is oh. Justice. Um, check. And each <laughs> round, in this one, each round you only get four turns. You're only drafting four dice. And in this game, when you draft a die, you take an action with it. So you're only getting 12 actions total game. for the whole game. And holy crap, you realize after the first round ends, after the first four dice, and you've done nothing of consequence, and you're like, the game's a third of the way through. <laughs> How on earth will I get anything done is kind of what you think. It's one of the lightest, or I'm sorry, tightest games I've ever played. But at the same time, it's not really that deep. You know what I mean? So in a game like Zulkin, for instance, I feel like that's one of the tighter games there is. Every action in you take matters. Mm-hmm. You know, when you take something yeah. off matters. Like, real, and so it, it, in a consequence to that is it's it crunches your brain. The Magnificent is 
considerably lighter on my brain than that. Yeah. But it's still like the tightest, one of the tightest games ever. But all right. Toy. Yes. Toy, like a toy. toy. Um, so on your turn, you draft a die. And like in Coimbra, the color of the die as well as the pip value matter. Love it. The color you take determines what color tiles you get if you're building. Because there's also a polyamino <laughs> component in this one. And um, or it, the color also dictates what wagon you move along this track if you take the move action. The pip value equates to power, which um, in Trismegistus may be called um, what, what the, was potency? the potency. The potency. Yeah. So it is your wagon? Are you that. traveling circus? Is that what you're moving your wagon? Are you a traveling? Yeah. That, that's the theme of it. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. You're traveling around. It's really just there's there's three tracks. Okay. Yeah. And they're they're almost kind of like in a rondelle. Yeah. But basically, you just move on these tracks and you collect resources along the way, and then there's other things you can you can pick up. But yeah, it also so has gems. In it. The pit value yeah. equates to power, like I said, which determines how strong of an action you can take. So I think in Trismegistus, you kind of said it was how many actions you can take. This one is the more power you have, power, the stronger <laughs> action you can take. There are three things you can do on your turn with your dice. You can use a die to draft polyamino tiles which you then place on your little camp player board, which is like a grid-like board that has icons on it, which, like in every other polyamino game, when you cover those icons up, you take whatever Player boards check. Really yeah. cool. Yep. The way the power works is really cool because the more dice of one color you take, the more power you get. So say on my first turn, I take an orange die with a pip value of three. My power for that action is three, which I can boost with other things, but that's, we'll say it's three. Then on my next turn, I can take, there's, say there's another orange die with a, with a pip value of six. When I take that for my next action, that action now has a power value of nine because I add together any previous dice that had that same color, their pit value gets added to the dice I just took, <clears throat> which that makes you do more powerful actions. So for instance, let's say I'm taking a, 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 a die that's a pit value of three and I say, okay, I'm going to take this die and I'm going to build which means you're drafting, you're taking polyamino tiles and putting them on your board. Mm -hmm. If I have a power of three, that lets me get like a little tile, one a one little tile. And you have to take the colored tile of the dice you took. So I take a th orange three, I got to take a little, a tiny little orange tile. On my next turn, if I take an orange six and I say I'm going to build again, now my power is nine. And the nine power maybe lets me take a big tile and two little tiles. You know Ooh, what I mean? So yeah. it's, it's in your benefit to get dice of the same color to get that higher value up. However, however, it's also in your detriment <laughs> to do that because at the end of the round, when the round ends, after four dice, you have to pay money based on the colors of dice you took. Whatever color that you took has the highest pip value, you have to pay that. So say I took an orange three, an orange six, a green five, and a, a purple two. My total for orange is nine. My total for green is five. My total for purple is two. I have to pay $9. Okay. okay. So, and money is very yeah. tight as well. Toit. It's it very tight. So you, if you, if you don't, if you can't pay. So if I only have, say, $7, I have $2 that I can't pay. I have to go back a certain number of points for every dollar I can't pay based on what round it is. In the first round, you only lose one point. Second round, two points. But in the third round, if you can't pay, you're losing three points per dollar you can't Ooh. spend. Mm-hmm. Which might be Tight. worth it because you take a bunch of dice of that color, you can do these crazy good actions that can give you potentially a ton of different points, right? Yeah. Um, and so it is really tricky to do it. But 
Um, so, okay. So you're either buying these polyamino tiles to build on your board, or you're moving around these tracks to gain resources and these tent tiles, which you need. Because um, it's the theme is a circus, so you're like getting a tent. Sure. Right. Uh, you have to do. You have to get a tent to in order to do the third action, which is essentially scoring a show. Because you're having, you're basically like a ringmaster, and you're you're traveling around and you're putting on circus shows to get money and attract people and get the most fame. Essentially. Okay. When you score a show, you have to use the pip values of the dice. The color doesn't matter at this point. And then depending on how strong your power is with those pip values, that determines how many times you can score um, in that you can score a show. To score, you need to have a poster card. It's a poster. It's just like a card that has like a like a poster, like, you know, the Magnificent Ryan Circus. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and that card needs to be assigned to a tent tile. If you don't have a tent, you know, because you have to have a circus, a place for the circus to be. So if you if you have a tent tile and a poster, you can score that that poster card and that tent tile. Um, and you have to then satisfy the requirements before you can score. So every poster tile has a requirement of a polyomino tile or, or two or three. Mm -hmm. So when you're building those polyomino tiles to put on your board, that is going to satisfy the requirements of your poster cards, which is going to let you score victory points. Um, you also have to satisfy the requirements of, um, any of those tent tiles. So you're building polyamino tiles to satisfy the cards in order to score points. It's kind of like a really cool interwoven thing. An awesome thing about the game is there are so many things that give you little powers or benefits, yeah. which I love. Cool. We know I from like when we talked about Alma Mater. The Magnificent has this in spades. There are a ton of ways to boost your actions, get you more power, and really clever ways to get done what you want and need to get done. There's things I didn't talk about. There's like another little mechanism where on your turn when you draft a die, you can also place out a little worker on these different spots. And these spots do things like you can turn your die to the other side. Or when I take an orange die, I can grab a green tile instead. There's like a bunch of different cool ways to get done what you might need to get done. The game just felt really streamlined. I kept saying that at the end that Natalie was probably like shut up about it being streamlined I get it it's streamlined um, 12 actions all game the actions are stupid simple it just felt so easy to understand I could pull the game out probably in six months and teach it without looking at the rule book which is also only like four pages yeah the rules nice were story. like nothing those are games that I love so much simple rule set crunchy gameplay the game is is firmly planted in that middle weight I don't know how many games I could say that about where this is literally middle of the road. It's not light middle. You know, it's not medium heavy. Yeah. It's just so straight like, up medium. Yeah, straight up medium. You know what I mean? Like, you think <laughs> about Istanbul. That's probably light medium. You think about, you know, like Teotihuacan. That's probably like medium heavy. But you, this game is just like right in the freaking middle. Yeah. Um, if anything, I would say it's a skosh. Oh, one skosh heavier, maybe like one well, skosh heavier, right in the middle. Well, I, if you like held a gun to my head and said, "Which way is it?" If you have to say, if you have to I apply say, one skosh to this, which yeah. way would it go? Which skosh would it? I would say, "Oh God, okay, it's a skosh heavier, I suppose." One skosh. The box says sixty to ninety Gosh. minutes, and that is very accurate. That's good. After you learn the game, so again, this the, the, the parallels here. It's just not as heavy as something like maybe. Yeah, maybe this is like Christmas, heavy. just as light. You know, uh, with <laughs> yeah. two, it probably took us once we actually started because we like set the game up and like sat there and chatted for two hours. Mm -hmm. I told Jeff, I'm like, hey Jeff, we're playing this game. Two hours later, he's like, oh cool, how do you like it so far? And I'm like, we just took the first turn. Yeah, first turn, it was awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, was cool. uh, it took about an hour or so for the two of us to get it done, which is a very strong mark in its favor. So, what did I actually think of the game? I'll tell you.
I'm gonna play 12 turns Only got $20 in my pocket I, I, I'm gonna, gonna have to pay up This game's fucking awesome Walk up to the table like, what up, check out my big top I'm just pumped, just bought this shit from the game shop Dice on the fringe, the so damn frosty Natalie's like, damn, that game must have been costly Rolling in, hella deep, headed to the mezzanine Drafting all pink, except those posted tiles, those are green What you taking? Let me peek, I hope it's not what I need Probably shouldn't have got this, now I gotta pay for these Piss But shit, I should have got that tent I'm gonna play 12 turns, only got $20 in my pocket I, I, I'm gonna, gonna have to pay up, but this game's fucking awesome I'm gonna play 12 turns, only got $20 in my pocket I, I, I'm gonna, gonna have to pay up, but this game's fucking awesome There's polyominoes, it looks incredible Thematic circus shows from that big top down the road So streamlined, don't go slow Plays four even so low Dice drafting, holy smokes Boost your power, score the most Oh, I'm gonna play 12 turns Only got $20 in my pocket I-I-I'm gonna, gonna have to pay up This game's fucking awesome So, what did you think of the game, Natalie? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I loved the game too. Wait, I... you're just gonna say it normal? You're not, oh, you don't yeah. have, you're not gonna sing like, it? You're gonna have a song? Sing or... Okay, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I only get 12 turns. <laughs> <laughs> Can't rip off mine. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I don't even know. Everything you said in like your in your rap in, in your description of the game i liked everything i don't even know if there's anything i didn't like honestly about it, it i liked the weight you know it definitely wasn't light but it's straight medium wasn't. maybe a skosh heavy yeah like it definitely was like a Next. good medium weight i think that the power um mechanic was really cool and different um, and like you said, I think my favorite part about the entire game was that there was all these like little tiny ways that like you can modify and get your turn to be what you needed it to be. And so basically like you could either use a card to like turn a die, you could use a card to like, you know, get more money, you know, so you can feel a little safer at the end of the round when <laughs> yeah, you have to pay. Um, <laughs> you you can, like you said, use those little workers because, like, you're going to be getting these these other tiles, and they're different from each other. Not everybody has the same ones. Not everybody has the same cards. Not everybody has the same little, like, power-up tiles. And so you can, like, use those to, like, boost your turn to get what you need to get done, done. And it's just really cool trying to figure out all of that stuff like okay i'm gonna take this die like there was one time where like ryan like took a die i wanted because i had a whole plan in my head i'm like that's a four orange die i'm gonna use put it on this card to make it like a six and that's what i need and then he took it and i'm like no but then i'm like (laughs) okay that's i guess that's fine i can work around that i'll take this die instead you know and and i already have a color of that so now my power is even higher and i'll use this extra boost you know to get at this and now i got this even sweeter action and it's just really cool stuff like that but it's not too difficult to figure out right and um and so ryan won this game and and i think i know why and i wasn't even like i wasn't upset at all i was just more like i'm gonna i want to play this again and and figure this out i think at the beginning you scored um some of your cards that like score at the end of the round and it got you like a lot of points. And then I just like couldn't really catch up after that because I didn't. I got like 
hardly any points at the beginning but so you got to like kind of pay attention to like what the scoring cards say to do and try to like hit hard for that um you know we both got a lot of points like scoring tense Mm -hmm. um it's really cool like building the polyomino thing where you know there's a bunch of different ways to get points related to that where like do I want to place my polyomino piece on the board and get like these three dollars or if I place it here instead I don't get that money that I might really need but instead I complete this row and if I complete this row then it gives me points over here and what is the better thing to do and that's the kind of stuff I like there's all these different options and then you're just trying to figure out what's the best way to do it and again like I said it's not heavy enough where it's like too hard to figure out it's just fun yep i don't have much to add other than i the only potential downside i see which an expansion could cure this is i wonder if we played it a bunch of times if it would be a little samey yeah that's the only thing that i I wonder yeah because there's not there's a there's a huge deck of of cards for both the posters and the Mm -hmm. magnificent cards that you get that have actions on yeah but there's not a bunch of different to those tiles that give you actions Mm -hmm. and you know there's only three things you can do there's only 12 turns you have i could see it kind of you know i see what you're saying my only thing that i would say that i would like disagree about is i mean i see that that could happen but like when do we ever play a game that much where that would like i don't see us Us personally i agree with what i guess all i'm saying is you know if you're listening to this and you're like i'm gonna buy the magnificent and play it a hundred times you know, in a year, because yeah. I just want to no, play it yeah. like crazy. That's one potential thing I could see. Yeah, I could we see haven't that. played it enough to to know if that will happen. I don't even know if it will. It might not. Right. But I could see that because of how simple the rule set is. Because of how there's not a ton to do, I could see that after you know a handful, five to ten plays, you might kind of be like, I've kind of seen what I need yeah, to see here. I, I want more. Right. You know. But uh, Jeff, I think you just said that there was an expansion coming. Yeah, I just just saw it on. Yeah, board game games. No, that's like something at least. like I would be like, let's next week we're like want to play a game. Yeah, yeah let's, pull let's that play out. that again because it would, it would get it done in an hour. And um, uh, what was the other thing I was gonna say? I don't remember. <laughs> I had it, but I forgot. What was it? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I said that I was gonna pull it out. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Wait, what are we talking about? What's happening? I, I looked down for uh, one second. Oh yeah, right, right, right. That's the other thing. She's gonna pull it out. So, <laughs> so <laughs> you better get out of there. You stop there's it. Like get this, out. For like the building, there's like don't this. make me do it. <laughs> All right, fine, I'm doing it. Pull for it out. the building, there's a scale of power, and it goes from like three to eighteen. And the highest that we ever both got was like nine. And so that's another thing that I want to try to like figure out is like how do we get up higher powers? Well, we can if we just take more dice. Right, we were just color, being but too then it's cautious. Like, do you? But like, yeah. is that the fun? We're like play it and just try yeah. it yeah, in one round happens. just be like i'm yep. taking I'm every take every color every all the so there's yeah. different things to try still after only one play no, absolutely fun. i don't think it will have i don't think it's like immediately same you like yeah. we're in a cave versus cave but <laughs> i do i just that's and i'm not even saying it'll happen but that's just that was one because i agree with you with yeah. negatives I'm, i was struggling to come up with like i didn't there was nothing i didn't like yeah it was more just like i wonder if we kept yeah, playing this sure. a bunch, if we would eventually be like, okay, well, now I've seen yeah, it. Yeah, but it was really fun. It's good, man. It's good. You're going to like this game a lot. Let's play right now. Yeah, all right. I'm in. Well, we can do that. I mean, the podcast people won't know. Yeah, they don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we'll yeah. just be here again. Pause. And all right, back. so that's The Magnificent. Jeff, what else you got, man? I started a legacy game, guys. You did? Ooh, your second, I did. Your, th- your second one. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, you I, everyone's in the middle of like, 
how many games? And, yeah, so we, we did we not finish Charterstone yet. We're playing Betrayal yeah. Legacy. Oh yeah, Betrayal we started Legacy. Jaws of the oh, Lion, right. so that will be. Oh, we'll talk about Jaws that later. Yeah, we're four or five missions into that. Yeah, that's that. like that's, that's technically Legacy. Um, true. But this next one, I feel like is is something that we can get done quicker, and it, the time commitment isn't as huge as like Jaws of Lion or Gloomhaven, where you're like, let's play this for the rest of my life. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. So I got and played a game called My City. Ooh, doc, Dr. Knizia. This is, yes, this People is the doctor. The good doctor. And um, so Cosmos, 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 I used to get Cosmos. Yeah, Cosmos. Yeah. Cosmos. Cosmos. What'd I say? I call it Cosmos. Yeah, yeah like, cosmos. like said, I'm looking into the Cosmos. I think you said Cosmos. You said Cosmos like Cosmo Kramer. Like Cosmo, Cosmo <laughs> Kramer. So, Cosmo. Um, cosmo. And so it's a, yeah, it's a legacy game and it's broken down into 24 different episodes. Okay. And oh, wow, the that's a lot. 24 episodes are broken into eight chapters. So each, each So there's books epi- and TV. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, you just jam them all. Yeah. So there's three episodes yeah, in each. Yeah, the episodes are chapters. Yeah. Duh. Come on, doctor. So each episode. Like a doctor. Yeah, each chapter is broken up into three episodes. So what they do is they recommend you play one chapter at a time. So you're basically having, you're sitting down, you're playing the game three times in a row. Okay. So this game will be done at least for me, in eight sittings. So when I okay. pick it, it's going... Okay, cool. And eight sittings isn't bad. Each game, each episode, takes about 30 minutes. So you're really sitting at a table for... It's like oh, a math okay. lesson. So it's like three for about an hour like and a half. A normal game of time. <laughs> yeah. So when you sit down to play, you're going to play it three times in a row. It's going to take 30 minutes to play. It's going to take 90 minutes. You divide by pi, and you times it by okay. the circumference. So... <laughs> Um, didn't carry anything. So eight plays of ninety <laughs> minutes, whatever that, if that, whatever that makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, it won the spiel this year. Yeah. Oh. So it's it's that's a, right. I forgot about that. It's a and we played the game that it lost. You know, we pictures we played a lot. Pictures was a runner up. No, pictures won. I thought pictures or won. pictures won. Yeah, yeah, pictures. Won. So this was the runner up. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So okay. pictures like, won. This was the runner up. I was like, wait, I don't remember that. No. Okay. Pi- yeah, pictures. So won. I was like, right. is there a new spiel thing? That came <laughs> yeah. Right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Pictures won the spiel. Okay. So this was then nominated. So this was this was then the runner up. So. Uh, you begin the legacy with a player board that represents their city, and it's a big grid of squares. Um, I don't know how many by how many, but like 20, who knows? I don't want to do any more math for you. So um, it is an open land form. Think of it as like you know light green grass, and throughout the board, there's occasional rocks or trees or a forest or a mountain, things like that. And you begin the game, so you name your whatever city you want. Um, so I. And the, Do you write it on the board? You write it on the board. Cool. Oh, okay. I have the eagle icon, so I went with my Parks and Rec, and I am Eagleton. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> so, you could uh, have also gone with so, your alma mater and been the Eagles. I could have been the Eagles. Yeah. yeah. Your city's name's the Eagles? The, yeah, I live in <laughs> the, the Eagles. Eagles. <laughs> so I went with Eagleton. <laughs> That'd be really funny. Yeah, it would be really funny. If I play it, that's what it's going to be. And so you also start, you have your board, and you also start with 24 polyomino tiles. Polyomino. More polyomino. Eight different shapes in three colors, so they're exact same. So you have a, like, a blue square, a red square, and a yellow square, and you have a blue zigzag, and a, you know what I'm yeah. So they're the same. And the the mechanics, from what I'm assuming, are going to be very similar throughout the 24 games. And there's this... <laughs> I love that uh, you said the zigzag. The zigzag one. You guys know what I'm talking about. The zig- oh, I for sure yeah, do. You know what the yeah, zigzag is. Give me the zigzag piece. Yeah, the zigzag piece. <laughs> I love that. And so I, I'm pretty sure, and I'm I, it'll probably evolve as we go through, um, but the, the deck, there's a deck of 24 cards that all have the matching polyomino shapes on them. So the common deck, all you do is you flip over the the top card that has a tile on it you take that tile and you add it to your board oh like fits um like fits like so many polyomino yeah, like, games or even like number nine yeah there's all these rules that 
are similar to polyomino games that they have to be adjacent and they mm-hmm. can't be this and they can't cross they over certain things. Other. They can't touch the wall. You know, they can't go over the water. Yep. They yeah. can, you know, so there's all these these little rules that that kind of change every game, but are very like common throughout the game. So okay. you're gonna flip it. You're gonna flip a card every game and you're gonna place it on there. But the rules for each episode are different. The cool. scoring for each episode are different. And based on where you <laughs> score that round, so in episode one, if you get first place you get a couple end game end of scenario or end of uh the legacy points so the person with the most end of legacy points is going to win so you keep track of that on your board um but you have to add a new rock to your to your board which rocks lose points Uh or if i'm in last i get to add now a tree to my board which that can give me points cool so you're now changing so the first game yes you could probably stare at everybody and make the exact same board but that's dumb, and I don't know why you do that. But as soon as the first episode ends, you're now adding stickers to your board, no matter what place you finished in. And now your everybody's board looks different. Oh, okay, so, that's cool. And then, so you go episode one, and then you play episode two, and you reset, you wipe the board, and you play again. And so you, you said basically like each episode, the rules are the same, but the what, how you score? Yes. So how you score is going to change. That's cool. So. You know, the, the first round, we just had to um, keep trees open and not and cover up rocks. That was kind of our first one. Okay. The second one, um, I'm not spoiling anything. This is like the, in the rule book to start with. The second one, we had to um, group colored buildings together, the same color together. And that scored, but also the ones from episode one also scored. So you're trying to do that. Oh, and then episode three again. had something a little different. I won't spoil that. Episode three had something a little different. But then when you scored, you scored episode one, two, and three. Oh, okay, cool. So it like, so it like build on each other. And it was it was really fun. It was cool to like, you know, open the, the envelope and like take out the rule sheet for that one. Mm-hmm. And the stickers were in there. And I, you know, I haven't opened all the envelopes because I like doing it in the moment. But I know there's some like heavy envelopes in there. So there's there's like there's gotta be Stop. something else there's in there. Maybe components. there's more tiles yeah. or more yeah. somethings yeah. to add to the board. So I'm really excited to kind of see where it goes. So you played this with your game group? Yeah. So the four of us are playing. So we're playing it at four. Okay. And it it went really well. Like we all kind of we played the three and we were like, we could do this again. I, we we played something else, but we were all kind of like, let's let's keep let's going play again right now. Yeah. And it was it was fun. So I would say if you're looking for a this is a light legacy game. It's not something that you're going to like burn your brain over or that's going to take you years and years to play this is a light legacy game and if it's something like i've heard it plays well with two um from people i've asked on instagram i've i because i was nervous about it because i read some things on board game geek about it's okay with two you might miss out on some some cool legacy aspects but everybody i've asked on instagram who's played it are playing it with two and they said it's it's been going really well So yeah, it's not going to be something super heavy or, you know, have these amazing minis like a lot of these legacy games have, or, you know, I don't know if you're going to be ripping up or eating game components or throwing them away, but, but it's, it's kind of cool that this, this very basic mechanic of flip a card, put it on there, how I, and I'm assuming he does it well because the Dr. Knizia, <laughs> He's a 24 doctor. different games I'm going to play doctor. and placing polyomino tiles could be could be very boring over yeah. and over and over again but i'm really interested to see how we figured out yeah. how to make 24 yeah, to make different games well i also like that it seems to be like a more doable um legacy game you know yes like a lot of other ones like you said they're long they're a big time commitment you know and then we just never end up finishing them yep and you can there is a a, a forever play so once you're done you flip the board over so now your legacy board is is moot. You don't worry about that anymore. And you can just play on the other side of the board. So everyone plays on the other side of the board, which has a different landscape and then a certain set of rules that says, all right, this is how you play if you just want to play it without legacy. That was a big problem when Pandemic Legacy originally came out, which was the second 
Legacy game after Risk Legacy, a lot of people complained very hardcore about the Legacy format because once it was over, you're done with it. You got to kind of throw it away. And so people were you know, complaining that, okay, I just spent $70 on this game. I can only play it 12 times, and now it's garbage. And I think that is a ridiculous, yeah. personally. I mean, I, I'm not going to... Yeah say someone else who thinks that is wrong. Personally, I feel that's ridiculous because playing a, t- a, a game 12 times for $70, we got our money's worth oh, yeah. there. Yeah. You know, we we buy escapes and unlocks, play it one time and, and you throw it away. Well, not unlocks, but escapes, you throw it away. Right. And I've never once felt like I just wasted $15. Right. right. You know, so, but... But people do Everybody about after it. Pandemic yeah. Legacy have tried you know to make some way to continue playing continue playing. play the game yeah, yeah, yeah. or you know Which I, I appreciate jamie stagmeyer has done some recharge packs for charter stone so you could play it again if you want but you could also yeah. just play the, the board that you have and yep. play charter stone again yeah so yeah i know i yeah i was that's that's what designers are doing now is saying all right well here was the big complaint about it yeah, yeah how do we here's how, do we how let's it? let's kind of fix it yeah. you know or yeah. just say yeah well play the regular game you know and, and i i don't see myself if i would have played through pandemic legacy and I don't see myself wanting to just play that version of Pending like yeah, over and I over and no, over. I would, if I played something 12 times, I think I'd be like satisfied. Plus these, like, cheap, these people yeah. that are complaining, and I mean, I'm generalizing here, but a lot of people that are older in the board game community have disposable income to pay and buy more board games. So the people that are complaining are probably the people that have the money to, yeah. to do it anyway. Like, what's the complaint yeah. here? Yeah. You're just mad that you can't use it I anymore? I feel like the only... And like, how many, I mean, maybe there are, maybe I'm wrong, I don't know, everybody's situation, but, like, how many people out there are playing, like, the same game over and over and over and over? That, well, that was my initial thought, like, like okay, I would I wager to guess that collection. you don't have a lot of games in your collection that you've played 12 times that are big and heavy games. It's probably, you know, if you do, okay, yeah. but, I mean, just... Buy Pandemic Legacy Season 2. Buy Pandemic Legacy, right. Legacy Season 0. Yeah. Okay. You know, okay. they're making more of them. Right. Or, right. Rado even said, you know, when this all first came out, he was one of the big speaker, speaker outers against <laughs> these people. And he was like, you can play Pandemic on this board. It's just altered. Yeah. Right. You, it's just, you You now have the only copy in existence that's like that. Yep. Yeah. You know, that has your, you know, just play it like that. So, yeah. whatever. Or I yeah. think so of that's, like that's Date cool. Night Dice and, you know, their story of when they like got into board games, it sounds like they you know ben picked up agricola or whatever yeah, they played it 40 times and they yeah. played it a bunch <laughs> that's the only of times game they got. but i feel like that's so rare and it was because that's the only game they had and now i guarantee that will never happen again well, because and they a, have a big board game that's collection. a bad idea mm-hmm. if you are if you are just getting into board games don't buy pandemic legacy as the one game right, you're gonna exactly. play 100 times right. there it's okay for there to be games in the board game community that you only play a few times and they're done it's okay yeah. there are thousands and thousands and thousands of games that are released every year it's okay for five of them to you only play them 12 times and they're done you know what i mean like give it a freaking rest so that's my city (laughs) and that was was uh, my soapbox it did not win the spiel but it was nominated so it's good uh, oh, you kind of convinced me to like. I kind of want to play. Yeah, it. check I, it out. And honestly, okay, so MSRP, hell yeah, MSRP is thirty five dollars. Oh wow! So thirty five dollars on on a game. What? First Why of all, you can spend a lot more on games, but again, you're getting a a, a really good game that's a legacy <laughs> for thirty. You know, for thirty five dollars, yeah, pretty, pretty good. good. Absolutely. Yeah. Nice. So some time ago, I played Gugong with Natalie. I think it was before <laughs> we started the podcast up again, and sometime last year there was a Kickstarter for a new deluxe expansion, but you could only get the expansion in the deluxe version. 
It was weird. Mm-hmm. You couldn't you couldn't just kick, buy the yeah expansion. you couldn't back the retail version of the expansion, which I had the retail version of Gugong. So, and I had. so if I get the deluxe version, <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. So what does he do exactly? He goes all in and gets the deluxe everything. So he gets rid of regular. That's all I could do. So I sold off. Yep, I sold off base Gugong. Even though it's where he held my engagement ring. Oh. Yep, and I had to contact the guy and be like, Hey, is there a ring in there? Can you send that back to me? And he was like, No, I don't know. And so I opened a Cracker Jack box, found a new one. Everything was good. Boom. Um. So the box. It arrived recently, and the box is velvety. Oh my god, it's it's glistening in a velvety finish. And then, like George Costanza, if it was socially acceptable, I would drape myself in this velvet. Yeah, it's in your bedroom. It right? looks and feels yeah, yeah so <laughs> awesome. Uh, I had to play it, so I'm not going to talk a ton about it because Jeff just went over this a few episodes ago. Um, it's been a long episodes ago, not just a few. Um, it was like six, was like six or so. Oh, okay. Yeah, I went back and All looked. Right. It, it was probably like three months. So go back and download that it was a few episode. months ago. But yeah, I'm not going to, I won't rehash it for you guys, but it is, I'm just going to tell you about the The production of the deluxe version. Holy hand grenade. It is now uh, on display on my shelf up top. It's not in a cubby. It's actually on top of the shelf. It's earned that coveted position. Now that too many bones has gotten the trove chest, which is now Mm. in a cubby, which we did. I forgot to talk about in the banter, but whatever. Um, So, all right. The tiles are wooden. They're not cardboard. They're actually made of wood. That's cool. And they're thicker than Natalie's donk. And man, are they so good. We put donk. What's that? I think he wrote donk in his script too. Donk. I wrote Donkey Kong, but I ended up just shortening it to donk. Thicker than my Donkey Kong? Well, that's why it didn't make sense. So I shortened (laughs) Well, he was probably going to say like donk. Kong, like he was going to oh, say it. You know. Didn't work. Yeah. Um, so I so, meant your. I'm, I'm sorry. For I meant her butt. I was like, yeah. where is he? You're like she thicker than Natalie. So I was like, what butt. is he about to say? <laughs> I finished it with Don whatever Natalie. it is. It's bad. And oh my gosh, these tiles are so awesome. We played with one module in the Panjune expansion. It comes with. Uh, there's like five different modules you can turn on. You can turn them all on, I think. Um, but we just went click. with one. Yeah, click, boom, and we had a blast. Uh, Natalie emerged victorious and thought the game was too easy. I have basically <laughs> the same the same thoughts as I did before. I really. I really like the game. I don't love that Dice of Destiny mechanism still, which can kind of completely uh, accidentally favor one player if the other player has all the cards they need in their hand of the dice that were just rolled. Mm-hmm. And that did happen again this play. Uh, that doesn't feel great. Other than that, though, I really still enjoy the feel and play of this one. And the tactile feel of those new components, oh my god, they're as fun to play with as Natalie's donk. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> so the game is so good. Real quick, again, very, very quick, because we talked about it not long ago, but if you if you didn't listen to that episode and you don't know anything about Gugong, it's basically a game. Natalie, what did you think about it? No. So basically, you, you have these cards in your hand, and you're kind of playing them to the board worker placement style. However, the cool thing is, is you are, you're not just playing a worker to a spot to take the action. You're playing the worker, which is your card, which has a number on it onto a spot that also has a card. If the work if the card that you play is higher than the card that is already on there, then you can take the action for free and not have to do anything. But if the card that you're placing on there is the same value or lower, you have to pay. And it can be pretty steep payment. But if you don't pay, all you do is you get the card that was on there before. If you do pay, you get to take one or two of the actions. 
and there's a bunch of kind of Trajan style. There's like a bunch of different little worker spot, like placement spots, and they're all different in how they work. One is just you're like traveling around the map. One is you're building the Great Wall of China. One is you're going into this pool to collect jade. One is you're traveling in a boat around the, the city, and one is you're like traveling up this track to get up to the you know uh, to achieve I don't know meet the emperor or something. Yeah. And it's a fantastic game. I really, really enjoy it. It's 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 uh, another kind of middle of the road, maybe a little bit heavier, mm-hmm. medium uh, style game. And it's amazing. And this production is off the charts oh, fantastic. Yeah, so is. if you get a chance to play with it, the cool, the little like gold medal, like yeah, things. the first player token, the first player token, and then there's like a little like pagoda. I don't remember. Yeah, I think it was the track that the was rounds the, the or round something. track. Yeah, yeah, those are really cool. But yeah, I really, I really like this game too. I remember the first time I played it. I remember feeling like I liked it, but I got very frustrated because I yeah, did kind of get. I felt like I got like screwed over with the cards. Like I always had the cards that you needed, you know, that matched the dice in my hand. So I'm just playing them to the board, and then I take them, and then he just takes them, and then he just every single round wins that. Which gives thing. you workers it was and his victory destiny. points. Yeah. yeah, and so I was just like, I felt like I had no chance, and it was like, yeah. It was frustrating, but this round or this play uh, was I a lot. You, different. I heard you whooped him. It went more that yeah. way. It went more Natalie's yeah. way. Right. I don't think Ryan totally got screwed over like I did the first. No, we round. actually tied at the end of the game um, until we scored the Jade. Yeah, and so she played the Jade game. I, I played the Jade game, which we were talking about before we even <laughs> the started the yeah, game. <laughs> we were like last time. I think neither of us really went for Jade because it was really hard to get, and so. In my head, I was like, I'm going to see if I can make this work and see how that goes. And I got like four or five Jade. And basically, yeah, exactly. We like count up all the points and we were exactly tied. And then if you added my Jade points, that's what I won by. So that was interesting. And it should be noted, you did win three of the four turns of that Dice of Destiny thing. Right. And and like there was just some really cool like moments that I had. Like um, there's a track. There's a tra- <laughs> there's a track that you have to get to the top of or else you cannot win the game. And I it was like we were starting like the third of four rounds and I was like still kind of low on it and I in in my head and I know Ryan said he thought this too like wow she's pretty low how's she going to make that work and I like just shot I like f- like made a couple cards and like a tile from the top what Can I just say one, just one time? What? She was at the bottom of the track and she was Right up to the top. I shouldn't have let you say anything. <laughs> the fart, she took the fart, she took the flatulence action. And then, zoop, right to the top. I shot to the That's top the and I won Ryan. I won and then Ryan. She pooped on me. <laughs> and then she pooped on me. I won the game. Boom. I kicked his ass easily. I would like to note that I beat her by a lot more points in the Magnificent than she did in Gugong. And I said nothing because I... I only am saying that because of your fart stuff. Oh. Your fart All right, stuff. Then it's the- <laughs> I'm not a bragger of winning. All right, then we're good, man. <laughs> oh my gosh! So that's Gugong. It's a, a fantastic game. I know Jeff likes it a lot too. Yep, yep, and yep, yep, yep. Um, I don't have play a cool it if copy. You can get a chance. Yeah, it's really cool. It's so a TMG like, game, so they like first of all make great production anyway. Yeah, they do. Are yeah, they the, gonna... the 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 um the retail version is great. Is, yeah, there's nothing wrong with the mm-hmm. retail version. I loved my retail copy. So when we played this game, is the only thing different those little tracks? Than like the original version. Yeah, well, in that module. In that module. And and there was different stuff in the day phase. Um, my other or question is: phase. Do you think they're going to eventually like let people just buy the expansion 
on its own. No, that was. I think that was the. I think that was the whole deal. Jerks. Oh. Is they weren't. They weren't making a retail version. Is That's there? Why I did that. Is there a re? Oh, they're not even making. There's like no a retail, retail version. version. Gotcha. No, no, no. Like you are like one of the few who got this version, and that's that. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> that's that. They're not making a retail. I don't think they're making a retail version of the expansion. So if you want the expansion, you had to get the okay, deluxe. Okay, but you can buy the deluxe. I'm sure you'll be able to buy the retail. deluxe version. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think so. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Doesn't I just know it sucked because it, so. I was like, yeah. I want to back the retail version if there is, and there wasn't, right. so I had to basically yeah, so get it all. Gugong. Yeah, so I sold Gugong and got Gugong. Gugong, <laughs> Gugong. Uh, what else you got, Jeff? I have another game. So I've, I want to quickly talk about two Eagle Griffin games. And Eagle Griffin is also a... Egg. A, oh, that'd be a good city name. Eagle Griffin. Yeah, that would have been a good one. Eagleton Griffin. Eagleton Griffin. <laughs> so this game, I want to talk about two of them quickly. Okay. I don't want to go in, in too in depth because I think one of them, um, both of you have probably played, uh, but we might have talked about it on a past episode. So the first one is called The City. Not to be confused with the game I talked about earlier, My, My City. My City. This is The, the City. Their names or are very the similar. City. They <laughs> are. City in them. <laughs> so uh, this is a Thomas Lehman game who, Natalie, do you know? He's German. <laughs> Yes, exactly. Is that really what you thought he wanted from you? I don't know what he wanted. I didn't know if you knew his name of no. like he, designer. She has no idea. I know that's why I asked. But what if what if she did? You know, at the moment. Oh, that's the race for the galaxy Is guy. He yeah, he's race and roll for the galaxy. Have you heard oh. those? So that that yes, those I are his games. I've jump heard of drive. Those. Um, and Jump Drive, which is which is the city. <laughs> jump Drive is the city, essentially. Yeah, basically. So if you've played Jump Drive, the city is the same game. I know this this game came out a while ago. It's in like a bunch of different languages except English for a long time. Ryan had a copy that was like printed and pasted on yeah. um, yep. a cards because yep. he was you could like, only get it from like, Europe. Man, I really wanted it. Right, and Eagle like Griffin has, has taken it and now produced an English copy of it. And if you've played Jump Drive, though, it's it's essentially the same game. You probably don't need both of them. But if you're looking for a different theme, get The City. It's it's a city building game, uh, and you're you're building cards. And what I think is cool about this game is that you're you're paying for the city in other cards. So if you have a hand of five and you're trying to build a card that has three, a cost of three, you're paying three mm-hmm. cards from your hand, which I think is really cool. And, and every yeah, it can be very because oh, you're yeah. like you're trying to mad. balance. I'm like, I want to keep yeah. this card, but I need yeah. to use this it. This card to is pay. so good, ah. but I, you know, I can't pay for it yet. <laughs> so let me just get rid of it. And it's and what's also what I really liked about it is you, so everybody plays one card, and that's the first round, and then your entire city produces what's on every card every round. Um. which is cool you already know this you don't have to say oh. <laughs> um, but i think it's a cool game it played in like oh, Devin and Arcana I, too sorry okay yeah Devin oh, and i man. played two games in like 25 minutes wow and it's something that i think will hit the table often because it's easy to bring out yeah. and play really quickly um i liked the whole thing about you know i play one card and then at the end of that round, that's going to produce. And then when I play a second card in the next round, both of those cards are going to produce. And then the third one, all three of them will produce. And it's so cool to like create that that chain. And boy, does that game ramp up because you start it's with like over in ten minutes. Yeah, you you like all right. You this like this round, I'm getting one point. And now I play another card, and I, now it's gonna be three. So now I'm getting four this next round. And then it's like at the end, like that last round, it's like I earn twenty six points, and the yep. game is over. Game's and over. I I like that. It's cool. It doesn't go too long. It's not like you're trying to earn hundreds and hundreds of points. It's uh-huh. who can build that engine. The the quickest mm-hmm. and it's not, not always the best or sometimes where it's like the best engine 
well, this is the quickest engine. How do you quickly get points before everyone else? Mm-hmm. And it, it was it was cool. It's a very good game. Yeah, it is good. way back in episode, it was Jeremy's number one filler game. And oh, really? Jeremy messaged me when I posted about this game and put it on my story that he said it's still it's his favorite card game. Oh wow! And then that's when we got talking about your version that you. Yeah, like paste up pasted and printed yeah. on. Uh, we played it a couple times at Nerdfest a few years ago. So even at five people, it take it doesn't take more no, than the twenty same, minutes. The same thing happens. In, yeah, in, with five people, you know, yeah, it, it ramps up. It's over in. I think the rules even say it's going to last like six or seven turns. Yeah. yeah, and then it's done. Yeah, because you're, you once you're at like three and four, you're like, is it going to? And then it's like, boom, boom, yep, it's going to. Yeah. And you start looking. The only problem I had with it. And I wouldn't even call it a problem because we I played it a lot. Mm-hmm. I played it a lot. And Jeremy, that guy's a savant at the game. There's a there's always a spot in this game where you're like, all right, it's over. Yeah. In two turns, you, you nobody can catch Natalie mm-hmm. because there's no way to mitigate um, or or there's no catch up mechanism. Yeah. Because your points are cumulative. So um, you know, Natalie gets 15 points this round. She's going to get 15 points at least in the next yeah. round. Right. And so it's like, you can't, I can't make up more yeah. than that. If you can get good cards and you can figure out that engine first, you win. Yeah. Right. And because it's only 15 minutes, right, I was gonna say, that doesn't bother me. But it's like, so fun. Yeah. yeah it's it's so, super and, and, fun. Yeah. So it, it's a really cool game. If you don't want to print out and stick a bunch of stickers on ca- old <laughs> cards, you can get an English version from Eagle Griffin. <laughs> I want to talk about one more game from Eagle Griffin quickly called Tag City. <laughs> Not to be confused with my city or the city, or this Cloud game is, City, or Cloud City from a couple or episodes ago. Expand City, man, all these city. What are the city, city games? games? No more city games. Um, or tiny towns. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I will confuse nothing with yeah. tiny towns. So, Tag City is a roll and write polyomino game. Okay, which oh. it's a flooded. <laughs> there's a lot of those. There's a lot of those. So again, this is Tag City. I just talked about the city and my city. And our city and your city and we city. <laughs> and we built so this city. Here's, so this thing, again, you have a board. It's a dry erase board, which is awesome. Ooh. And the reason it's called Tag City is you are like a bunch of people graffitiing the town. Oh, you're tagging. You're tagging oh, okay. the town. So oh, that's your cool tag. That's yeah, a cool it's a cool theme. theme. The art is really cool and unique. It's very like punky. Yeah. Sort of, you like know, Punky Brewster. Like Punky Brewster. Okay. It's all Punky yeah. Brewster art in the fridge. Yeah, you're just different characters from Punky Brewster. <laughs> it's called Punky Brewster City. <laughs> and Punky Brewster's Million City. <laughs> so I, again, I don't want to go too in depth into this or talk too much about it. But the the one unique thing that I that I liked about this game that made it different than other games. So a lot of them are like flip a card, draw it on the thing. Flip a card, draw it on the thing. Yep. This one had a had a you split, I choose, or I split, Ooh, I like you that. choose mechanism, which was really cool. So the board, the the main board has polyomino shapes on it, and each shape is tied to two different numbers on a die. So I roll the number. So if the three of us are playing, I roll four dice, and I take those, and I apply those dice to one of the shapes that it's connected to. So I take the one, and I can put that on the zigzag one. You know? <laughs> and I'll oh, take yeah. the two, and the two's going to go on the L one. And then this one's going to go on the square. And now... I did the deciding, so I picked, and now Ryan gets the first choice of what die he picks, and then he gets to draw that shape on his board. Natalie then gets to pick. I get the last one, and then, or I get the last choice, and then the last one that nobody picked, everybody gets to draw. Cool. So that was different, and I liked that. Um, If it's a game, if it's a kind of a game you don't have, if you don't have a polyomino game, look for it because it's cool. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it'll draw people to the table with. um, There's a bunch of shapes that you can kind of shuffle up and put different shapes out. So every game will have different shapes, (laughs) and. It comes with dry erase, 
you score based on finishing rows and columns in certain areas, which are kind of unique. I liked that about it. Um, if you have a bunch of roll and write, poly- if you have second chance and you have the other one that I'm forgetting that's really similar to that, then it might not be a game you'd second want chance. because you're yeah. like, I'm going to play that one more. There's Which like the one Patrick- you like, Crisscross or there's Patrick Doodle there? Yeah. yeah. So I like Second Chance. Second Chance is good. Um, Crisscross is not. So if you have a bunch of those games, it yeah, might not be something you look at, but if you're trying to go, all right, what, what's what's maybe a new a new polyomino, a new roll and write? Yeah. This, this one's cool to add to your collection if you don't have something like that. If yeah, you do, dice, it might not be something that you're going to run out and get. Isn't Lantern's um, Dice also a polyamino roll and write? Yep. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. Right. So Chris it, Bryan designed? Yeah, Chris Bryan. <laughs> so it is. it is definitely is like a, a, a flooded market, a, a game that there's a lot of them out there. Um, the uniqueness was the I split you choose, and I thought that was cool. That was a cool yeah. thing I love to I add to choose. a yeah, game. Cool. I feel like not enough games employ that mechanism. Yeah, like that. the New York Slice is one that always comes to my head where I always think it's yeah. cool. Like, Animals on board does the yeah. same thing. So that, that was a, a, a unique thing that they did differently than other uh, rolling rights with the yeah. polyamino stuff. Awesome. That's so that cool. was Tag City to That's finish also my, my city. Egg? Yeah, yeah. Griffin games. <laughs> to um. finish my city discussion. <laughs> Can I say one more thing before yes, we move on? Yeah. Um, I just want to throw out there we talk about Strike all the time, and people have been saying that they made an American yeah, it's version. Like an yes. orange and it's like in Target or something. Uh-huh. And so if anybody who's wanted Strike and has been missing out because they couldn't get a you hold of it, it, I now. think you could get it now. You definitely can. And Rodney Smith even has a How to, how to Play video on there, which is... It's one minute long. I know. I'm like, I don't, does it need that? <laughs> right. I mean, I guess they wanted... Well, they paid him for it. Yeah, so, they yeah. paid for it, right. So, okay, that's fine. Is it Ravensburger? Are they... Yep, I think it's Ravensburger okay. again. Good yep. for them. I might but, get uh, another copy. Why not? Yeah, it's the English one. Let's yeah. do it's different. Keep the box is cool. orange. <laughs> I can understand the directions. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. We might have been doing things yeah, wrong. Yeah, we might have been doing things wrong. Yeah, I don't know French very well. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I see a number five. That means we all get five dice. I don't know. <laughs> well, now I'd like to take a moment, you big fat jerks, to tell you how I became the king of the Gateway Network, which you can find at www.thegatewaynetwork.com and the Gateway Network on Instagram. I'm not putting in the underscores. Jeff doesn't like that. The sole purpose of the network <laughs> is to help new or up-and-coming content creators grow by shouting each other out. If you go to the Gateway Network website, you will find other amazing content creators who are trying to grow as well. They are all amazing people who produce fantastic content. Today, we are going to specifically highlight the Board Game Snobs podcast. Gabby and Jerry are the hosts of this irreverent podcast about two Southern gentlemen and their sleeveless friend Enrique. Their shows are quick, <laughs> usually between 30 to 50 minutes, and in there they sometimes talk about board games, but mostly Gabby just makes punny jokes while Jerry complains about something. They have a sweet and sour feel that works really well, and listening to them is certainly never boring. If you're looking for two very strong personalities and you don't have the time to listen to one of our shows, then take an adrenaline shot to the ear canals, do yourself a favor, and listen to the Board Game Snobs podcast wherever it is that you listen. Usually offensive, always hilarious, the Board Game Snobs. Listen later to hear more talk of the snobs by Jerry himself. So whatever kind of content you're looking for, the Gateway will have it. If you're a newer board game content creator and you're looking for a way to grow your content, please consider heading over to thegatewaynetwork.com to learn more. It's now time for me to power down and to activate Jeff for this episode's Instagram inbox. And now it's time for the Instagram inbox with the Mad Board Gamer. Well, hello there, people who play board games. <laughs> that was different enough. Yep. That was different enough. It's yep. a copyright issue. <laughs> <Yeah>. Ding, ding, <laughs> ding, 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 ding. You won't get sued this time, Jeff. <laughs> So I went on, I liked our discussion from 
last week? Do you remember our last episode? What we did for the inbox? Yeah, the inbox. We nope. just did it. We just did a question, an right. AMA Q&A. sort of thing. Q&A. Oh yeah, that so was fun. The Emma. I kind of I thought that was fun, and especially this episode, I feel like we've been we've been talking about some heavy games. So mm. let's lighten it up a little bit. Lighten it up. So I asked the Instagram world to give us some would you rather questions. Oh hell yeah! Some of them oh, board game related. The questions to us. Some of them not. So this is okay. The Instagram world asking us, would you rather do something? Okay. And we have to make a decision. Oh, okay. boy. I'm okay. not good at this. What do you mean you're not good at I cannot at this? make a decision. Oh, that's I was like, yeah. it's just your Well, let's start opinion. with one specifically for Natalie. Yes. Oh, no. Yeah. This is from Nestor. Okay. Oh, okay. great. great. This is so this so is good. for Natalie. Natalie, would you rather play Star Wars Destiny for the rest of your life? <laughs> As in, probably that maybe is the only game that you can play. You promise you loved that game. Or... Smell Ryan's farts and listen to the eventual jokes every five minutes for the rest of your life. So I feel like fart easy. jokes, easy, or play Star, Star Wars, Wars Destiny. Destiny. Okay, I well, I, you do like Star Wars Destiny, right? I do like, Star and Wars you do like Destiny. my farts. I know, but I know you don't like the jokes because sometimes I'll just catch her sniffing my butt. All like, so just, she already uh, does that. So yeah, it's like the choice. Oh, well, then she should have picked here's the other the thing. one. <sighs> Ryan is like a freak of nature, and I'm not sure he farts. You don't <laughs> fart. And I don't at, pee at least either, not remember? in front yeah, of me. Yeah, what's what's up with you? Is he a robot? <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes as I have farted before. I've seen West, gonna, I've seen Westworld. Maybe this a robot. Opportunity. I have to come clean about something. <laughs> I have been holding on to this, Jeff, for a long time. What? I was so embarrassed. What? I have to tell you. Uh oh. Why do you have to tell so Jeff? So embarrassed because Did you Jeff a fart on him. No. <laughs> you fart on me? No. Is that why I got pink eye that no, one time? No, no I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 what are you gonna say? No, it is about farting, though. All right, I had no, I had nowhere to go, and I totally you know just this? no, right. no, no. I didn't tell anybody about this. This is uh, I'm coming clean. This was Gen Con, the last time we went. We we're on the way back, and I don't know what the hell. I don't know what happened to me. We were just talking about this too, about being like crop dusted, and we're in the car on the way home, and I was like, oh no, <laughs> I like felt it, and I was like, I, I don't know if I can stop this. And so I let one go, and I was like, you know, so you know, you let one go, and you're like, I'll be fine. No one's gonna know yeah, about this. Yeah. And then it goes the other way. There was like five dogs inside my butt <laughs> because maybe five seconds, which was just after. So I wait four seconds, and I'm like, I'm good. And then the fifth second happens, and Jeff goes, Oh my <laughs> god, who the hell just did it? He was like mad, like. Good God! Come on! Yeah, like, Open a hell? window, and something. I was like, "Yeah, who would do?" Oh, God, it wasn't me! Like right away, and in my head, I was like, "Oh God, it was me!" And everybody, I was like, Ugh! "In the car? There's only like five of us." I know. Well, that's the thing. We're if in we a car. If we would have pressed it any further, you would have found out that gamer dog was the one that, <laughs> that did it. But I was holding on to that for so long. Oh Man. my God! Because it was like, if you're gonna just me. roll on, just crack the window. Do you, you even know, remember help us that? Out. Kinda, yeah. I, the reason I didn't I was I was so sure in my head. I was like, "This is just I just I feel uncomfortable. I gotta let something go." I did not. It was on the way home. It was right? gonna be, yeah, on the way home. I did not think it was gonna be attached to the most foul <laughs> bog of stench that had ever been emitted from a human being. That was the one time I farted. Okay, yeah. I'm sorry. Continue. Well, you got all. It's like that was all the farts that you should have been doing in the past. All came out in, the, in yeah, that in moment. One. Yep. So like to keep with farting, I do it once. Once every five years, I. Fart. So my answer is Star Wars Destiny. I'm like a king okay. pose. 
Miss French Toast asked us a question about farting. Would you rather? Oh God, look what you've done! <laughs> would, yes! I know. Would you rather? She she's had conversation with her students about this. Would you rather? Which is funny. Not you farting. Oh okay. No, no, not okay. Natalie farting. Like, Thank you for clarifying. Yeah, yeah. That's so Miss French Toast asked, "Would you rather fart confetti or burp glitter?" Ooh, Ooh. A good one. Um, fart confetti. I also say fart confetti. Yeah. Absolutely. It also contains in your pants for the most part. Yeah. And you're not feeling like you're vomiting. Yeah. If I right. burp and like stuff comes out, I don't ugh. care. Ugh. I don't care about farting. I just care about it smelling. So like if somebody like knew I farted because they saw some confetti, but there was like no smell, <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't care that much if they knew. Yeah, if you're just, walking like, burp, and like it just you know? like falls out yeah, of your like pants. You're wearing like a skirt. Just, like if just, I yeah. burp, I'm I'm not like, oh god, did they just hear me burp? And, you know? And glitter is harder to clean up. Glitter yeah. yeah. yeah, gets yeah. everywhere. Gets everywhere. Okay. Okay, good one. CP Wilson. All right, that's Chris. Would you rather would. never play board games again Ooh. or never have sex again? Never play board games. Yep. Board games. <laughs> yeah, I'm never playing board games. Next question. Okay, here we go. Screw these stupid games. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, a couple games. I have so that a limited is... number of ideas that we can do podcasts about. So if board games aren't the yeah, thing, what's yeah. something else? <laughs> like a sex cast. The sex cast. Yeah. The sex casters. Yeah. Nope. I don't think anyone's got it's that an yet. easy transition. <laughs> Whatever it is, sex followed by casters. casters. Yeah. <laughs> Same theme. Sex casters. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Welcome to the Gateway Network. Home of the sex casters. The Gateway Network will just be two legs. Spread <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, we can do this. Yeah. All right, a couple games on Instagram. A couple games, as in like they're also a couple and they play a couple Got games. It. Got I it. like it. Um, would you rather mm-hmm. play an app-driven board game I'm cool with that. or an app version of a board game? App-driven board game. What does that mean? So, all right, think of Mansions of Madness. That's driven oh. by the app, but you're still playing a board game. Got or it. think of you're sitting on your couch, you're I playing I got it. Um, on only the App-driven app. board game. I agree. Yeah, I'm with that one as well. Yeah, you're hanging out with people playing. And I have a lot of people have problems with app-driven board games. And really? I don't. And that's part of like, the big I like thing. I think they're amazing. Because that keeps me playing like Chronicles of Crime and Mansion yeah. of Madness Plus, and those games. I don't so really I'm, like I playing games on my phone. I get bored of that easily. And, I don't, me too. and I'm by myself yeah. playing it. It's when you're by yourself, it's not, as, not as fun. Okay. okay. Um, this is from Stephen, who is Plurpy, Plurpy. on Instagram. Would you rather... Never be able to play a game in the top 2,000. Or plurp confetti. Right? Ne- so you can never play a game okay. in the top 2,000. Uh-huh. Or only be able to play one game in the top 10. Never play a game in the top 2,000. Okay. If I can only ever play one game for the rest of my life, no. No thanks. Is that what he meant? Right? Yeah. Oh, okay. You only play one game, you play a game in the top yeah, 10. A game yeah. in the top 10 or no game out. So <laughs> yeah. you can play maybe the Let's best see. game all you want. Yeah, I think I agree. No, because eventually that will get not in the top boring. Same and also, eventually, as time goes on, these games that are like high up will start to trickle down as more yeah. games come yeah. out. I so bet there are people who would them. say, "I'm only going to play Gloomhaven." Because you play that 70 times and you wait for expansion. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I bet there are people yeah. who would say, "No, Gloomhaven's my game." I'm playing. I just it. feel like, man, that's only one style of game. Like, Gloomhaven might be the best game ever. It might be. I haven't played it. I don't know. It might be, but. You need variety, man. Yeah. You got to have variety. And, and there's so many amazing games outside of the top 2,000. Yeah, there are. Yeah. So he has another one. Would you rather go a year without pizza or have to eat eat a slice every single day for the rest of your life? A slice every day. A slice, slice every day for the rest <laughs> of your life. Yeah, I mean pizza. I forever. love pizza. Yep, pizza's yeah, yeah, yeah. so good. I can handle a slice every day. Yep. You pretty much eat pizza every day. Pretty much. This is a good one from Sam McHale, the McMeeples. Would you rather play one four-hour game or four one-hour games? 
Oh. It depends. That's yeah, a tough one. That's tough. So think about think about equal like these are all great games. So the okay. one four hour game is great, or the four one hour games mm-hmm. are all great. You know what? I'm gonna say one four hour game. I play a ton of one hour games. I rarely play a four hour game. If I have a choice right now, I'm gonna pick one four hour game. I'm I want to play on the, Mars uh, instead of playing. I'm gonna do the other way. I'm Alien, gonna pick Yacht four. Destiny. If they're all good, I'm gonna pick four. But think one about hour a really games. good game yeah. that actually only takes an hour. But there are some out there. There are. Um, I just the mean magnificent. I don't think. I think that's probably a little longer than a skosh. A skosh. <laughs> like one skosh. I would say one minutes. four hour because the, I do that rare, more rare. Yeah, and me too. Rarely, and I, I, w- I want that a little more. So I'm going to yeah. say that. Okay. McMeebles also followed it up with a non-board game related one. Says, <laughs> "Would you rather have your nose relocated into onto your foot or your armpit?" So it comes off of your face oh. and either goes so in like your you're armpit smelling or your on armpit your armpit all day or your foot all day. I think I'm going to put it in my armpit. I think I'm going to put it in my foot. I think I'm going to put it on my armpit because I would if I wanted to actually smell something, I wouldn't have to like take my shoes off. Like it's less covered and then oh. I think my feet smell worse during the throughout the day as you're walking say, I'm and the doing opposite. things. I don't think my feet smell. Yeah, your armpits smell terrible. So I think <laughs> if Ryan, Come on. <laughs> So you would rather put it on Natalie's feet? Yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> no, I agree with Jeff, and here's why. There's um, typically every day you put on deodorant, right? Yeah. And that mm-hmm. usually handles your your stink throughout yep. the day. Yeah. You don't. There's really not a foot equivalent. I mean, I guess there is, but that's not a typical part of most people's routine yeah. is to put on their foot deodorant. Yeah. Well, okay. I feel like guys. Also, you gotta walk on. I feel it. like guys' feet it, yeah. typically smell worse than girls' feet, and yeah. they get like sweatier than girls' feet. Yeah. And like, I don't know. I feel like. Your armpit would get all, all like moist and like boys. hot Ooh, and moist. gross. And yeah, stuff. but I have the option of shaving my armpit. Yeah. Around the nose. Swoozle. Oh, yeah, your armpits are hairy. Ready? Yeah. Swoozle. All right, Swoozle. Who are our, our new friend? Yep. Swoozle. Um, Join the Discord. Lives no in uh, lives me, in I Europe guess. somewhere. Over in Austria, maybe? <laughs> yeah, I think it's Austria. Austria. So is is not is on the Mother Discord. was a cop, yep. father was a cop. This one's a funny one. <laughs> <laughs> would you rather play terraforming Mars underwater? Or, or underwater, underwater cities, cities on, Mars. on Mars. I love that. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's a cool question. Um, definitely oh. underwater cities on Mars. Yes, I think that's yeah. a greater story because then yeah. I'm on Mars. I'm so on underwater Mars. cities on Mars. And playing a game underwater just sounds like you're gonna die. Well, you probably have like scuba deer. Scuba, scuba deer. deer. You probably got scuba <laughs> deer. You got the scuba, scuba deer. Like, hey, deer. You I'm got sure the scuba. Gonna, I'm sure you could breathe somehow. Yeah, I mean, I guess you could say the same thing on Mars. If you're on yeah. Mars, you're probably gonna die. Yeah, yeah you're just, gonna. Yeah, yeah, I guess it'd be a cooler assuming story gonna to be on Mars. Yeah. yeah, assuming you're yeah. you're gonna live. Mick Dave Mick oh, just yeah. moved into his new house. Hey, spend dude. all day completely nude <laughs> at work in per, in person work. <laughs> oh, I love the way you. Okay, yes. you pause. Broke that up. Like, at oh, or, yeah. in person work, uh-huh. not like in your basement because yep. that's where you're working, or at a large gaming convention. So where oh, would you, you rather be, be naked nude? Somewhere. Be naked okay. at work or at a game convention? I'm going to pick... I have to pick gaming convention because... You're around kids? <laughs> I'm around children all day. Yeah. You Jeff is legally obligated I'm legally to, pick, obligated yeah. to choose that one, yes. Um, okay, so here, I have a... Here's, here's for me. My desk at work is in... Uh, a different suite than most of the my normal. Oh, okay. Yeah. Me and my team are in a different suite, and I'm also in the very back corner, like big. I have like a big cubicle in the back corner, where there's no one around me. Okay, so, you're so it's work. easier for me to pick work because there's a lot less chance that I'd be seen. Yeah, I was gonna say I'll pick work too because you're like sitting at your desk in your cubicle all day. And so, and like, you're sexy as hell. You're gonna see so. that donk. So people aren't yeah. gonna just be like <laughs> staring at you <laughs> like the whole day. Ass, or like at a game convention, donk. you're just out there. Yeah, you're just walking, walking right. around for everybody. There would be to moments see. at work where like someone would like if you walked in and someone would be like, you saw Ryan at Desmond. Yeah. Ryan not wearing a shirt. No, 
No, let me go walk by. Yeah, that can't be right. And it's like, oh my God, he's not wearing pants. He's also not wearing pants. You're like, hey, Ryan, and you turn around in your chair, and they're like, whoa. It's just like everything. Emily from D&D from Date Night Dice, she says, fart every time you introduce yourself. (laughs) So many farts. Or burp every time you say someone else's name. Fart every time I introduce myself. I agree. I'm going to fart. Because I have mastered the art of the silent fart. Oh, interesting. Which is why Natalie thinks I never do it. Um, Wait, what is it? I just don't just, make noise with it. Well, he, how? It, it's if probably you, a process. Yeah, there's a there's a thing I have to go through. Which is probably most of it is holding it until you're gone. <laughs> <laughs> Walking away. If, uh, Natalie, what do you pick? Fart. If a burp? tree falls in the Ooh. forest, you know it's one of those things. So burp every time you say someone's name, or fart, fart when you introduce when yourself. You introduce yourself. I feel like I don't need to meet any new people, so yeah, <laughs> you're gonna do the burp one. Same thing. I feel like yeah, I would. No, I'm going to pick fart because I need to say other people's names. Right. I would yeah, pick yeah, fart. Yeah, so pick, I'm gonna pick it would fart. be really annoying if you just like burp yeah, when farting you're is, to talk. Farting is more fun to do. Imagine me taking anyway. attendance in my class. If like, uh, Plus, isn't... Uh, um, yeah. <laughs> I always find farting to be a lot more um, satisfying than burping. Yeah. Yeah. Well, also, like, I, I get the hiccups a lot. And when I am trying to speak and I keep hiccuping, it's like interrupting my speech. It's the most annoying thing. And so I imagine like burping would also be super annoying. Yeah. Uh, the now the date night dice account. So I'm not sure who asked <laughs> okay. this one. Said, <laughs> I know my answer to this one. Have a pet cat the size of an elephant or an elephant the size of a pet cat? Oh my god, elephant, elephant the size of a cat. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Yeah, that's great. That sounds so that'd be a cool. Giant ass cat. Yeah, that'd be a huge cat. Yeah, that would be so cool. And you have to like, have it tiny, as a pet. <laughs> a little yeah. tiny elephant walking around. An elephant, a cat the size of an elephant would be the most terrifying thing in the yeah. world. Yeah, because I feel that's like the only reason cats don't kill us. Is because they're that size. Like, yeah. Look at a tiger and a lion. They're just going to devour us. The cattle just like paw at you and you're just like dead. Yeah. <laughs> or just eats you. Or you just st- eats you're still you. dead. And then he uh-huh. Janelle, you up. emotional cyborg. Oh, yeah. Says, would you rather always look like Santa, but, <laughs> but, but be able to teleport? Oh. oh okay. Or look super creepy, but be able to read minds? It worked for Tim Allen. He still has. I'm going to go with Santa yeah, and Santa teleport. Claus. Santa Claus and teleport. Yeah, I don't want to look. I don't want to look creepy. I think I'm that was already it. big. Reading and minds. I'm getting also, old anyway. I'm My not, beard's starting to get a little gray. <laughs> I'm not so. sure I want to read people's minds. I don't want to yeah. know what people are. Really Teleporting think. is cool. She yeah. also. I think asked, about what I think in my head, and I'm like, people, that's some, I don't people want people don't to know everything. Oh my <laughs> god! Janelle also asked, would you rather have all of your game boxes be damaged, but have those game boxes be the perfect size for your shelf and everything you need? Okay. Or your games be in perfect condition, your game box be in perfect condition, but way too big to store. The first one, I guess. Uh, if you would have so asked me ten years ago, if you would ask me ten years ago, I'd have been like, pristine game box is number one. But if I can't store it. I know, like, yeah. then imagine no having uh, 200 Gloomhaven boxes. Yeah. You yeah. know, that's big. Game. Although, that does actually Box fit in the Calyx shelf. Imagine game. having 200 mechs versus minions. Yeah, that would suck. Yeah. So, like, now That'd what do you annoying. do? That would be annoying. I agree with you on that one. Yeah. Okay. And, I mean, Jeff's entire collection is damaged anyway. So. Exactly. So, that's just goes <laughs> right It's easy for him. So, <laughs> bulls and boards. Oh, yeah. Want to hear another fart one, Natalie? <laughs> yes! This is the greatest day <laughs> Are you life. serious? On right. the day I renounce the yep. farting jokes, That's we what have I mean. more fart I was like, talk than You say ever. you renounce it, but you've already done it so much that everybody's like, like brings it up all the time. It's the, it's it's my maybe my crowning achievement in life. <laughs> oh so right hiccup? in front of my kids. I'm glad at least we talked about you farting this episode. This a one's bit. hiccuping, not burping to go along with it. Hiccup every time you say the word game. Oh my god! I hate or it. fart every time you think of sex. Oh, I think I have to hiccup. Oh, I would be farting. Man. I think I, I think you have to hiccup. Oh, I think you got to hiccup. Yeah, that's. that's so a I've tough seen one. videos where people are like, 
men think about sex all the time. That's bullshit. Not with me. I think about <laughs> sex every accent like, of the day. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it would be. Well, I mean, look I how much he talks about it on this podcast, and that's yeah. only two hours right, every this other is, week. This is not <laughs> every other week. This is actually me, folks. <laughs> all right, Jim Gamer, only be able to play games one day a year, but you can play as many games as you want on that day. Okay. Or you can play as many as you like, but only play one game for the rest of your life. So you can play that game oh, as many God. times as you want, That's or be able to play one day a year, but any game you want. Man, that sucks. Both oh, those That's, man, those That's, those That's, That's a good. This is the hardest one tough. so far. This is the hardest yeah. one so far. I, I I think I'm gonna pick. You can play whatever you want on one day. A year. I think I'm gonna pick the one one day a year. That's as well. what I said. Again, I again, I, I really have a problem with only playing one game. Yeah, me too. All right, like never bored of gaming. Would you rather play the driest four hour Euro game or Candyland? Driest four hour Euro game for sure. I love dry Euro games. I think That's I'm like picking. I think I'm picking world. a Euro game as well. But like, is he trying to say like something you'd hate? Yeah, probably. Like a well, game, uh, like okay. Because I don't think of dry. I think of dry. Like I think of uh, someone who's a thematic gamer considers a dry Euro evil. But we're all yeah. omni gamers, and a dry Euro game to me is like okay. Kalis what if or we? What, can I like modify awesome. it a bit and be like a four-hour like game Snooze that fest? would that you would basically hate your life playing? Okay, then what was the other land. option? Or Candyland. I think I would. I think I would still play the four hour. Me game. too. Candyland just gives you. I just nothing. don't want to play. I know it's over in like ten minutes. Yeah, but it gives you nothing. Yeah. Like, would I rather like spend half a day me like hating my life or just play? Candy I don't know. Game? I interpret the question almost like you're either playing like Jeff said this game for like one minute and it's over, or this large four hour game that you got to dedicate all this ma- mind yeah. power and time to. I mean, yeah. definitely and if so, it was like good, that. I would play that. Okay. Yeah. Yep, that's but, it for me. Our last one, yeah. Dub and Dub Games. Would you rather do a polar plunge, okay. you know, where you jump into yep. like yeah. ice cold water, water, or bungee jump? But polar plunge. Polar plunge by a mile for me. Um, I have already bungee jumped, so I would Ooh. pick bungee jump again. I think I would bungee jump. Oh my gosh, I am so terrified of heights for one, and then leaping off of a cliff or being yeah. pushed off of you for don't two. Like that stuff. That's the that sounds like one of the worst things I could think of personally yeah. to do. Where a polar plunge, I'd actually consider doing a polar plunge. Really? Yeah. Yeah. They do a that bunch for charity horrible. or in Michigan and like northern. Yeah, being to me it cold, sounds the, I don't think I could like do it. Like I don't know. Yeah. I think I would rather bungee jump. I mean, I like roller coasters. I like that kind of stuff. I've never gone bungee jumping, but like I feel like I would like it. Mhm. I don't think I would like the other one at all. Yeah. So yeah, I, I would pick bungee jump because I've already done it and I would do yeah. it again. Where did okay. you bungee jump? I bungee jumped in South Africa off of oh. the tallest bridge bungee jump in the world cool. at the time. I don't know if anything. Was it scary? Oh yeah. I remember when you told me that. Did I was cry? like, nope. Yeah, no. That's I honestly thought me. when I did jumped, you cry? Yeah. No, I went when I jumped. I thought like, all right, well, if I throw up, let's just say. Because I don't love roller coasters. So I'm like, if I throw okay. up, it, I'm going to throw up and then it's going to hit me right in the face. You know, because you like, throw it and I'm going to run yeah. right into Ugh. it. Um, <laughs> it was really difficult to keep my eyes open. They didn't give me like, there wasn't any like goggles oh, or anything. Okay. So it was yeah. hard to keep my eyes open because you you're like just you moving flying? so fast. Or if you turn your head um, and throw up, you throw up. Yeah, else. so it's a free fall for about five or six seconds Fuck from that, that height. Yeah, Fuck which that is cool. really, that. which is kind of scary until you're like, all right, just. Catch work, me, work, safe. catch me, catch me, catch yeah. me. And then you feel that bounce and it's, it's that's like, not, people like say it's like, oh, it like pulls your back or like you whiplash. Yeah. I didn't, that was, I didn't, didn't feel any of that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like, yeah. I mean. Probably could if you're like some huge. Sure, or you're like just super person. tense and you're yeah. like, you know. Yeah, that's true. But. I, I love roller coasters. Or the like sucks. the feeling of like yeah. in a roller coaster, <laughs> like you feel like. 
death. Just as long as I tell myself like terrified. I'm safe, then I feel like whoa, like awesome that it's just like a, yeah. feels like a free fall. And I always wonder what like an actual free. If fall the bungee like, jump, feel if, like. if that nope, 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 if that nope, breaked, nope, I would have. There's no like I wasn't dead. There wasn't a shot of me falling into water. You know, so, like yeah, you're just yeah. dead. The occasional person oh, that will fall true. and somehow survive. Yeah. It, it was. There was like this tiny stream and a rocks. I would have, dude. I would. Yeah, you're dead. dead. Yeah. Um, there was when I was. Younger, I was in South Africa in college. About so it's freaking me out. <laughs> when I was younger, we, I would, my family would go to Jamaica, and there was these cliffs in Jamaica, and we would like, and they were, I mean, they weren't like dangerously high, but I'd say they're at least like, I don't know, fifteen can't feet. No, higher than that. <laughs> you know, like I don't know, let's say like 16? thirty feet or something, <laughs> and then we would like jump off them into the ocean, mm-hmm. and they were like. They were high, and, yeah. and it was awesome. We just kept doing that. And I remember one time I, like, didn't land with, like, feet Ooh, first. Yep. I landed on the back of my thighs, and it, like, Hurts. smacked the water, and it, like, broke a bunch of, like, blood vessels. Yeah, that but just all sounds really like fun. the worst. Yeah. Before Ryan breaks out and sweats. Yeah, what we, 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 we need to do next? We need to move on. <laughs> okay. That was awesome. By yeah, like, that was the inbox. So fun. let's take a, so I can relax. Let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll play another rousing game of just wait and see, damn it. Greatness comes in all shapes and forms. But in terms of board game podcast, there's none finer than the board game snobs. You shouldn't waste your time with other podcasts, but if you are, and that's your thing, whatever, it's your life to waste. The board game snobs, a reluctant member of the Gateway Network, are there for you when you need quality entertainment, advice, and sometimes reviews about board games. Nah, they don't really do reviews, they just talk about them. The Board Game Snobs, wherever you find the finest of podcasts, there they are. They're just there, calling out to you, whispering to you, come hither and listen. Pluck us into your ear holes and let us speak softly to you while you go about your business. And perhaps you too will be enticed by the sensual sounds of the Board Game Snobs. On today's game of the episode, we're going to do a favorite of mine, one where Jeff and Natalie race against the clock to guess as many board games as possible. Uh, that's right, we're playing Guess All the Games Before the Time Runs Out. I don't know what, you know why what did we call it before. His? Because it's the least amount of work for him. <laughs> yeah, it's good though. It's fun. So that's not fun. why it's a favorite at all, but <laughs> she's not wrong. It is definitely the easiest game for me to prepare. Yeah, for as sure. As far as time goes, because I just have to write down a bunch of no, games. His favorite was Board Gamer Bullshit, but Yeah, that's that was my now. favorite. And it I, seems like it, that was probably like one of the like hardest to... No, for me, with. it's easy to just kind of write a bunch of nonsense. That's oh, easy okay. for me. What's hard is doing stuff like Bed, Dead, or Wed, where I have to figure out three things like for each of you difficult. five times that are, yeah. yeah, that's like this really tough one. Or or even the association station is really difficult after we've done so many. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, yeah. But so this one, uh, the guess all the games before the time runs out game, we'll have to, Yay. you guys, think of a name for Come this game. Come up with a name. And, 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 and maybe send it to Jeff and he can tell us. Yeah, yeah. Choo Choo. All right, Jeff. Oh, wait, no, that's what you're <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. I don't want to. There right. we go. Okay, that works. Right, and then I'm gonna. Yep. Do me a favor. Click on that to make sure we're still recording after I just move that. You can use. The oh yeah, yeah. Hmm. Are no, we recording? <laughs> okay. Good. We're good. We are recording. All right. So I am going to hit the start button, and Jeff is going. What Jeff's going to do is he's got a list of 25 games. We're giving him three minutes. Okay. Okay. And what he has to do is oh, get okay. Natalie to guess the titles of these games. By saying anything he wants other than the title of the game. Cool. cool. Okay. And also, don't be like, 
It's right there. Yeah. This one? This one. Yeah. This one. Yeah. Read that one. That one. Read that one. Now read that one there. Let me point to this one. Great the job. Red one? 25 out of 25. Perfect score. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so. It's this one. That it's would this be one. so fun for them to listen right to. It's <laughs> great. Oh my gosh, that'd be funny. Okay, are we ready? All right, yes. Three minutes starting now. This game has a big obelisk in the middle, and we just Tekendu. played. Yes, this is a game uh, has a velvety box that you just played. Gugong. Uh, this game you hated and is about worms. Silk. Yep. <laughs> uh, this game has a bunch of gears on it. Uh, Max vs. Minions. No. no, it has gears oh, and you oh, and the di- um, all the timing. Mechanical. Nope, it has the timing and the oh, whole to thing. To Zolkin. To <laughs> And now, this game is also in the series. It's sitting on the table. It's right there. This is a game that has a cute little cat on the cover. Calico. Yep, this is a game about circus that you just played. The Magnificent. This game is uh, a very fast-paced game where you're laying little squares, kind of like Chaos Most, but not. Oh, um, Sorcerer's City? No, I'm going to skip it. Oh, wait, uh, Night Tiles Pan. Yes. Oh! So this one is one of Ryan's favorite games. It has a, it's by, uh, it's it's in the treasure trove now. He just moved it. Too Many Bones. Yes. Uh, this is a pirate game that we played on TTS. Forgotten for Waters. Oh, my God, you guys are um, This is the game that has a terrible name and has an ugly box cover that we played on a gigantic table that needs to, like, negotiate and all this kind of, you're an alien race. One minute. Oh, Sidereal Complex. Yes. This is the one where you throw dice downstairs. Tumbling dice. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to skip that. that. I'm going to come back. Okay. Um, <laughs> this is a game you got. It's beautiful. It's about like making snakes in different colors. Coatl. This is a game we hated and played with Ben and Emily. <laughs> we hated? We oh, hated. Oh, um, Hughes and Clues. Yeah, we're close enough. Hughes yeah. and um, Clues? This is a game that Hughes we bought Clues? at Gen Con and loved it because it has dice and different colors and numbers on it. It's we like played crap. it. Nope. It's um, like what? one of my favorite games and one of your favorite games. Oh, uh, Coimbra? Yep. Yes. This is one where you play, uh, you look at a bunch of photographs and you make the little shape, you make it with Pictures. your weird stuff. Yes. This is a game that you guys need to play that where you're making a beautiful flowery area. Yes. Wow. Um, this is what we play on uh, Steam on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Sundays. Among Us. Okay. Among Us. Uh, this is a game that I just talked about where it's a bunch of cards and you are building a, another word for a town. The city. Yes. Two this minutes. Is, this is a uh, card game that you are playing cooperatively, and it's a legacy game that we've played a bunch. And you've played um, a bunch. A legacy Not a legacy game. game. It's more of like there's different scenarios. Trick-taking. Oh, the crew. Yes. This is a game that is, uh, it, there's, it just changed the name of it, actually. And you uh, are throwing these dinosaurs at buildings. Rampage. Yes. Uh, this is a game that I love, talked about last episode. It's a, it, you're building a towers in Russia. The Red Cathedral? Yes. Wow. This is a game that you played at some other convention <laughs> and you friggin' loved it and then you, Ryan, bought it on a whim and Mr. Measles loves Castell. it. Yeah. And then this is a game about butterflies. Mariposa. Okay. You got it! Yeah, did we get them all? Is there one more? Did is there one more? Uh, you did skip. No, you. I think it was she got it back, but yeah. she got it. Yeah, yeah. You got them oh, all! Oh, no, I did skip one. Oh, you did? Oh. Okay, you still got it? 10 seconds. This is a game that's really tough and you hated Ryan because he kept buying your dice from you. Kept buying my dice from Yeah, that's all I got. It's French. It's also like Black Angel. It's yeah, it's like Black Angel. Oh, hey, I know. Oh, I don't know. Twa. I I, oh. I knew that was gonna be tough for you oh, to get. Oh so man! Skipped. But yeah, yeah, so I did skip one. You guys killed it! <laughs> Holy God! You right? You Good probably job. had a little more time. Although that's I don't right. think you would have gotten that. Only I, yeah, because yeah, Twa would have yeah. been I tough. Didn't, but yeah. that's the only thing I remember you saying about. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Right, Twa, because right. it would have been like, oh, dice going different things. It's just been too many. Yep. Games. Nicely done. Twenty-four out of twenty-five. That was the best we've done so far. Jeff, man, those clues and Natalie. Wow. Phew. They were all legal except Tuan Tinsunu. Tumbling dice. That was really funny. Oh yeah, tumbling dice. You're throwing dice. 
sketchy. Uh, yeah. Who cares? What are you going to do? Quantum sketchy. Scenes. It was sketchy, man. Sketchy Quantum move. That's scenes. awesome. Okay. I, that, I love watching you guys play that you game. Do. Yeah, that's one of my favorite ones because it's always like really tense and kind of like, <laughs> yeah. ah. um, Okay. So for today's top five, we're going to talk about five games, not necessarily the best, right? We, we, we've talked about this before. There are five games list. that have amazing table presence. Games that you walk by someone playing and you're like, oh my gosh, what is that? I want to know more about that game. Right, yep. so uh, we're gonna go Natalie, me, Jeff, in this one, and uh, Natalie, whenever you're ready, start us okay. off with your number five. Um, well, for me, I wanted to just get the most obvious one out of the way and say Everdell. Okay, with this beautiful tree. It is beautiful. Beautiful. I can see people walking by that and be like, "Ooh, that's pretty. What's <laughs> uh, this all yeah. about?" Everything about that game is gorgeous. That's it, number five. That's it. Okay. Good one. Uh, number five for me is by a game company called Board Game Tables. Mm. They put out some pretty decent games. This one is yeah. called Bytes. So we got this one in Kickstarter, and it's got like these really cool wooden ants mm -hmm. and these giant chunky i've never seen their actual their tiles and the tiles are dual layered tiles yeah so there's like an apple and the dual layers there's like a bite taken out of one layer of the apple and it's it's in this like giant snake pattern at the beginning and then there's this anthill at the end and it looks really colorful and very engaging and if you saw it on the table you'd stop and ask what that is yeah. so that's my number five bites from nice. board game tables my number five is a game that draws you in so I went two different ways with these Ooh, is a drawing these game? answers where either the game on the table brings people in or how people are acting while playing the game can also draw people in. Okay. That goes yep. in the table presence. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, like this, is, this is a little bit of both. This is a game called Rhino Hero Super Battle. Yep. Oh, I yeah. um, okay, if I had one. one guess for Jeff, that was the, that was the one guess so that I thought that, he was going to say. You can either play Rhino Hero, which also has great table also presence, great but table. Rhino Hero Super Battle has incredible table presence. Yeah. You're building this massive tower um, with these different floors, and everyone at the table is standing up playing. Because yep. honestly, the, the tower gets so big, you can't sit down and play. Yeah. yeah. So it's both the attraction of what's on the table, and then everyone's standing up, and people are moving around the table, and what are they doing? You're hanging so that, monkeys it's off very of the cool. cards? How simple the game is, and it's just it's great family, silly kind of fun, but it definitely draws you to the table. 100%. Table presence. Great, great choice. 100%. Natalie, what was your number four? My number four is this little game called The Climbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> a fun game. Bunch I don't of blocks. know. I think it looks really cool. It it's does. got a bunch of blocks, different colors, got little ladders, you know, little people. And I feel like if somebody walked by that, it would definitely pique their interest. It for sure would. A common thread, I think, in these in this list for a lot of us is going to be the three-dimensional component. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, you walk by and you see Castles of Burgundy on the table, you're not going to really probably right. think twice. That was like a struggle <laughs> for me. Sorry. It's all right. No, you're fine. That was a struggle. I was like, do I go the way of like a really cool-looking board game or do I go like sure. something that's more like three-dimensional? Well, yeah, it depends. I mean, because like you walk by something like Zulkin and you might be like, yeah, what is exactly. this? Yeah. You know, it's got table. Okay. So number four for me is a game that I bought for a ton of money at Gen Con. And then the oh. next year, Jeff bought for about $5 at um, Costco. Costco. <laughs> and this game is called <laughs> Beasts of Balance. And what table presence this game has. Yeah, I mean, not just one. because you're building the stuff up. That's not the only reason. But if you saw these... What are these animals? Creature things? animal the, what, things. What yeah. they're, they're made of this like type of plastic, and they look so whimsical and like toy like mm -hmm. that you just can't help. And you see that plinth on the table, yeah. You know, which you're stacking the stuff on. It looks gorgeous, and you, you, I don't think you'd be able to not at least stop and be like, "What? Is, what do we got yeah. going on here? What, what those are made out of? Like you say, plastic, but it's like 
if you could pick like the most luxurious looking plastic yeah. there is, that's yeah. what it's made out of. It yeah. doesn't look cheap no, in any way. And they're, yeah, they're all so chunky <laughs> and very, really rock solid. So that's my number four. Beast of Balance. Jeff, what is your number four? That's a great one. Yeah, that is good. Thank one. you. My number four is also a three-dimensional game called Mega City Oceania. Yeah, I forgot nice. about that yeah. one. Uh, yeah, that, that wow. game, that's what first drew me to the game was looking at the game and going, the, how incredible I build these tiny little structures out of this this cheaper plastic. And then I, um, <laughs> and then I have to slide this thing really, really carefully so into the middle. And then in the middle, you have this gigantic cool city yeah. of, of all these. Di- and you're trying to make the tallest one, but using certain material. It just, it looks awesome Beautiful. on the table. Yeah, super awesome. That's a great one. I forgot about that yeah. game. That, that was absolutely. On my honorable mention. That's a really. Right. I didn't even make one of those. I should have. All right, well, Natalie. Like what is your number three? <laughs> yeah. Do you? Yeah. <laughs> my number three is Tokyo Highway. Oh, good one. Right. Building up little highways with little cars and little and tiny cars. You got the little tweezers. You put. Oh little man, you got to use the tweezers. Yeah. 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 If you see, if you walk by and you see somebody grab a tiny little car with tweezers to put it on a popsicle stick, right. You're gonna stop and look. Yeah. It ends up being like a complex like highway system, like it probably mm-hmm. is in Tokyo. Mm-hmm. That and that was the f- the first memory I have of that game is the gigantic the version that yeah. they have at Gen Con. At Gen Con. Yeah. I don't know if it's every year, but the last few years they've had this just massive one, and you're like, "What is that?" Yeah. And then they, the game obviously is it's smaller. Little. But yeah, that's a great, no, great super good one. Great choice. Number three for me, I could have picked any game by um, Chip Theory Games, and I went with Cloud Spire because the the neoprene components to all of Chip Theory's games are enough to draw you in. Uh, Cloudspire adds the 3D component with the the, the miniature um, spires that stand way up. Mm-hmm. And then, the you know, in conjunction with the neoprene, it, it's just like, what the hell is this? I had some pictures I took when I first got Cloudspire, and they just showed up on my TV the other day because uh, we have our Amazon photos linked to our TV. So when the TV goes to, like, to sleep, the, my pictures yeah. come like a slideshow, and. Yeah. I saw Cloudspire on there yesterday, and I was like, oh, my God, that game is so awesome looking when it's set up. But I could have picked Too Many Bones here. I could have picked Hoplomachus. I could have picked any of the any of the stuff that Ship Theory puts out because they're just so beautiful looking on the table. You know, yeah. so that's my number three, Cloudspire. Jeff, what about you? That would If I picked one that I knew was on your yeah. list, really? that, that one would have been there. Guarantee yeah. that's on. I almost yeah. just wrote it down just in case. If for some reason you forgot it, yeah. but I was like, there's Dude, no way he forgets it. Yeah. Um, I'm going to, this is a little bit different. I'm going to say my, is it three? Yeah, number, number three. three. Yep, number I'm going to say Chronicles of Crime for number three. Okay. And here's why. The the presence on the table is not, I know what you're say. is I, not I much, right? Is not, the art is kind of cool. Like I, I, I do like the art of the game, but that's not what's, what draws people to the table. But the fact that you have people on like a VR system spinning around yeah. in circles um, yelling out things. There's blood. There's a knife. Oh my God. There's a footprint. Oh, maybe there's garbage in the garbage can. And you're just like <laughs> saying all this stuff. And then someone's like, well, let me go in. And you're like, that's definitely garbage. I see it. And then just the, you miss the backpack in the tree. Yeah. Yeah. And, and while, while someone's doing that, everyone's like pulling out these different cards. And it's just like, I, that would draw. And it did draw me in of going, I like this theme, this cool. Cause crime is, is popular. So popular. And, mm-hmm. I was like, wow, how cool. I get it. That's how I get drawn to that game is I see people having fun playing it and spinning around and being in the VR. So that was that was my I like the direction the table that you're t- I like the direction that you're taking this yeah. question or this top five. I I, I I um I kinda regret not doing a similar thing. Uh, I stuck more strictly to the game, but I really like that you're thinking more 
outside outside the box. I tried because that's still purposeful. That still is present. That's outside the box. Taco Bell. Yeah, let's get Taco Bell after this. Do you want to? Yeah. All right. Damn. Get Taco Bell. Get Taco Bell, man. Get with us. All right, Natalie. What is your number two? My number two. I don't know what the name is now, but it was originally called Rampage. Yeah, it's now called Terror in Meeple City. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, there's little got little. It was built, in the game we just little built yeah. up cities, and you're flicking kind of. I guess it kind of incorporates what we we're saying with the 3D, and then what Jeff's saying too with the yeah, the interactive right, the table are presence, getting, standing up, flicking standing up, stuff, moving around, flicking dinosaurs. stuff. Yep. Yeah, and things are we falling over. You know, the kids love that game. That's a good. That's a that's a really yeah. fun game, and it's, it has stayed in my collection forever because I always really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. That's a great pick. Thanks. So my number two um, is. It, it had a. It also had a name change. It was called Rampage, and now it's called Terror Maple City. Oh, yep, okay. That's my number two. <laughs> Must have been a copyright issue. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure what we happened. We both put it as number two. Yep. <laughs> but well, it's so. I mean, when I first, I remember way back when I first saw this announced. I just looked at the picture on on like BGG, and I was like, I'm. I must have that. <laughs> because of the way it looked. Yeah. I was like, this game has to be fun. There's meeples on different layers of buildings, and you're dropping dinosaurs onto the buildings, and everything explodes. <laughs> yeah. How can this not be the most fun game in the world? And it is super fun. Yeah. I, it's great. The only problem that I have with it is the setup takes forever. Yeah. It takes forever to set. Yeah, because you have to like balance the things. With yeah, the you got to like stack and... up every individual meeple, mm-hmm. and it just takes a long time. But I love that game. I think we should play it again soon because okay. I like it that much. Uh, and that's my number two. Rampage Jeff, what is your number two? <laughs> okay, to continue my slightly like table presence adjacent um, <laughs> list. Uh, is, Orthogonally is, or is diagonally? Yeah, it depends. <laughs> um, this one's diagonal, <laughs> yes. so it doesn't count. Um, my The next one is a game called Team 3 that yeah. we played a crap yeah, ton right sure, when we man. got it. And that so that one both, both has something like, you know, when you see it, you're stacking up, again, the, the zigzag pieces and the Tetris pieces and the polyominoes <laughs> and the square, you know, you're stacking them up, yeah. but it's it's a race against time. You're trying to get someone to describe something to, you know, a person who is pretending to be blind and then that, you know, <laughs> and it, it's it draws you in because of the fun that I think people are having yeah, while playing. You can playing. see them you having so see much people fun. having fun and I'm going to go over there and see what that game is. Yep. And when you have two boxes you can play with six people and you have teams going and you rotate team and it was just that was something that I thought was great and it looks cool once you build the structure so that that was kind of cool too so that's my number two great fantastic we have arrived at number one Natalie what is your number one Natalie is are you Googling looking up the name um, of the game one. no I just wanted to look at it to make sure I'm sure but yes I'm to sure. make sure you're sure <laughs> make sure you're sure um, my number one is Bosque because Ooh, it has those wow. really yeah. pretty little trees and then those it's really colorful game. little leaves. And yep. I feel like that would catch someone's eye. Um, it's just, again, the 3D factor. Yep. <laughs> you know. I feel like you could you could slot photosynthesis in there, too. Yeah, I was yep. going to say Bosk photosynthesis, same kind of idea. Tree games. The tree, yeah. Yeah. Games, the tree trees. games with little stand Little tree standees. Yeah. Tang Garden probably Tang has Garden some has one. Yeah. too. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, number one for me is a game that I no longer own. Um, I played it to death, loved it so much. I don't even really know why I got rid of it. I think it was just so huge. And it's Catacombs, third edition. Oh, yeah. And that has that. the amazing art of Quan Chi Moria. It kind of has the table presence adjacent thing Jeff talked about a lot because part of what makes this game so cool is every single player is standing up and then there's like one guy, 
you know, who's like the monster and he's flicking all these discs and everyone is back in the other side, like, oh, are we going to do what are we going to do? And everything looks amazing. There's this like wall that you put up around the perimeter of the board and then each board is gorgeous and you slot these like um, obstacles into the board and then there's like gelatinous cubes that you can have and they're just like these huge 3D <laughs> things and they all have these amazing cards and it takes up an entire, the table is huge yeah. what it takes up. You cannot help but go buy this game and try to get involved or at least see what's going on because the table presence is kind of off the charts. So that's like the quintessential for me table presence game, mm-hmm. uh, Catacomb 3rd Edition. Nice. Jeff, what is your number one? My number one is a game that I also played a lot and played a lot with my students. This game is called Junk Art. Yep. Yep. Um, yep. yep. Junk Art is so fun, especially if you've never played a game like Junk Art. Yeah. Like, look it up. Yeah. Go go check it out. It's just so cool. So you're like blocks. And yeah. It's like, a, you know, people will say it's like reverse Django where you're building something, but the blocks are so differently shaped. Oh, my God. And, and every round. Know what's annoying about this? I talked to Sen Fung Lim, the designer. I was like, how'd you come up with this game? He's like, I went to Michael's and just bought a pack of random stuff <laughs> and started building. I'm like, oh, my oh, God. Of course. So that's how you do every it. round is different. You know, it plays differently. I know now they have like a plastic version, but if you can get the wooden version, it's even yeah. better. Yeah, and, plastic version. And again, you're playing terrible. it and you, you're having this moment of like, all right, I'm going to balance this on top. Don't, don't touch. Don't don't touch. Get <laughs> don't away touch from the, the table. table. Yeah. Natalie, get away from the table. <laughs> and you don't want to. And then, you know, it's that's just so awesome. <laughs> okay. So it's a very fun <laughs> That's a great choice. But I just game. said this is so funny. I forgot this even happened until you said that. We were playing it at Grand Con and me and Jeremy and... Todd, I think. Maybe. Were you there, Natalie? I don't remember. We were at the table and play we're junk playing art junk art at what you know how they have those white tables all set up? Yeah. And we have a table to ourselves. We're on one side of it. And then we're playing junk art and we're like really into it. And mm. these two guys sit down next to us and uh, Jeremy or Todd, one of the three, I think it might have been me. I was like, hey, hey, just so you know, this is a game where if you touch the table at all, it could ruin everything. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy like, yeah, thanks. I know. I designed it. Oh it was Sunfoon right next That's to me. That's so funny. And, <laughs> How awesome is that? Yeah, I like, know. Oh, my God. Of course you do. I'm so sorry. Yeah. That's funny. And so then I talked to him and asked him, you know, how yeah. he designed yeah. it, what his process was. And he's like, yeah, I went to Michael's, just bought a bunch of crap and started putting it together. And I was like, this could be cool. And I'm like, that's the, wow. Isn't that funny? And then he said, yeah, the that's table really and funny. And he's like, over. good luck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Screw you. Natalie, you got honorable yeah, mentions. Your honorable mentions. Yeah. I'm surprised Ryan didn't say Santorini. Well, that was, that that's was one I thought mention. of. Yeah. But, but I had, I like all these other ones better. Um, I mean, if, on Mars, I feel like that's a big table yeah. presence. Um, Santorini, Dragon Castle. Dragon Castle, you're right. Um, like For sure. Takenu and Teotihuacan. Yep. I put bites on my honorable Did mention. you really? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, Tapestry, Castel. I did put Mega City, Oceania. I forgot about Pretty that. Pretty much it. Yeah, there's awesome. so more in the in the cool. line of like great presence on the table. Mm-hmm. Um, I had like Zolkin, those gears I think just yep, draw people for in. Sure. Takenoko is something with the little uh, bamboos yes. that you're making. Yeah. I know people love, you know, the presence of for how big and massive like a Gloomhaven or a, a Twilight Imperium. Those things are just being massive. Tang yeah. Garden was on my list. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm, I was surprised that it wasn't. Yeah, on I, I thought we've, we've talked about that game Enough. recently, yeah. so I kind of yeah. left it off. Uh, Vindication is something that I loved Very looking at presence. on the table. Yeah. Sidereal Confluence is 
the shittiest art, yeah. but man, that game is so There's massive so that, that if you see a seven person and, and you're on like a nine foot table, like <laughs> yeah. that's something that would be like, I need to look at what's on that yep. table. Yeah. Um, yep. I thought about you playing Carcassonne with every single expansion, yeah, all just, the, expansions, the, just yep. the grandness of something like that. And obviously yeah, Everdell, Takenu, all these other ones that, yeah. that have have a piece of something that draws you in like dragon market is, or oh, what's that dragon, dragon castle dragon castle is like, like building oh, cool. yeah those big what, light what's that little mahjong you're playing mahjong tile and, yep. yeah. and, and exactly uh teotihuacan has those tiles like similar looking right, tiles yeah. another good one is captain sonar oh, yeah. again oh, yeah. that's got jeff's kind of uh table presence adjacent thing where you got this giant partition there's 12 people playing and they're all standing up yelling at each other and talking about stuff yeah uh, yeah, there, there's so many awesome games that have so so much awesome table presence. Mm-hmm. So send us your table presence, favorite table presence games, either on Instagram or you could email us at the Gamecasters Podcast at gmail.com. You can get us on fa- on Facebook at the Gamecasters. You can get me and uh, Natalie and Jeff on Instagram at Gamecasters or at Mad Board Gamer. Both of those accounts serve as the podcast. You can also just talk to us. If you want, yeah. it doesn't have to be about yeah. podcast stuff. Just talk to us. Yeah. Again, we have the Discord server, which I'm going to, um, if you send me a message, I will send you the link to join the Discord server. And we are also doing Twitch streaming again, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Sundays. So tonight, this is the episode that airs. If you happen to listen to this episode uh, before 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time tonight, you will see me playing probably Among Us with some people and definitely going through some other stuff on the Gateway Network. Uh, we have a board game geek guild that Natalie refuses to join. Uh, that is Guild <laughs> Three Six Seven Eight. If you like the show, we would love it if you would consider giving us a rating on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen. No less than the highest possible rating, please. All music for this show and every episode was produced by Jeremy Peep. So if you enjoyed it and want some for your own next project, please email us to discuss. So for Natalie, Jeff, the Mad Board Gamer, I am Ryan, and you have been listening to the Gamecasters. Good night, everybody. 